I think I fucked it up with our claps are not at all in unison, but that's okay. It doesn't. It you'll it doesn't figure matter. it out. <laughs> How long is it? Hello, walking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. We're in, we're in, we're in record zone. I'm done with the questions. Let's go. <coughs> oh my god. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Nothing to Play podcast, a mediocre podcast about video games, movies, and forest fires. As always, it's your boy, Justin Time Carter, and this week, got two guests on the podcast, two little handsome boys. First one, you know damn sure, has pre-ordered his PS5, Troy Smith. I did not do it. As they decided to release it at like midnight while I'm asleep without telling anyone. So the biggest Sony fanboy, and you don't even fucking have. A I'm PS5. waiting to spend twelve thousand dollars on the Miles Morales bundle on Christmas. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're waiting yeah. for. And our second boy has two of them pre-ordered: one for himself and one for the aftermarket. Tanner <laughs> Coach. <laughs> you think I would do such a thing? Wow. I know you would. <laughs> you know, one time I did try to do that. Well, I thought about doing it. I pre-ordered two of those, like, Super NES classics, which later on down the road became pretty readily available. But at the time, they were, like, really exactly. hard to find, and I got two of them, yeah. and uh, I just this sold is... it to Derek at market value so he could have one. <laughs> I was like, this is the same guy the day theaters open, no mask, goes to see I wore a mask the whole damn time, man, for three <laughs> straight hours. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> and there was not a soul there. It was wonderful. <laughs> I know Troy, uh, before we started recording, Troy was complaining that theaters aren't open in Washington, so he hasn't been able to see Tenet. Yeah, like, I I saw people saying that they went and saw Tenet. I was like, how? When, when did this happen? Did you fly to China and watch it? I don't know what's going on. Because there's no theaters. I can't see any movies right now. It's weird. Well, I mean, I was just in washington last week and there was one in oh, how many movies did you see none but the theater was the the theater <laughs> was open uh oh all right yeah, that's yeah. weird and they were playing tenant and a bunch of an they're playing tenant new mutants and a bunch of garbage indie movies that nobody's gonna ever see maybe i need to drive down to olympia then did either of you uh, watch Milan? Yeah, unfortunately, I shelled out uh, thirty bucks. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I tried to watch it, and the app like wouldn't work. It wouldn't take my credit card information, like, so I couldn't even pay the thirty dollars like, to go see the shitty movie in my own house. I was scrolling on Rotten Tomatoes today and saw that it ended up having like a seventy percent. I was like, "What is the bar today for <laughs> having like a good movie? <laughs> like it was bad." <laughs> Yeah, see, I saw it, but I refused to pay $30 for it, so you know my ass fucking torrented like it. everything like, else that you have. Day. <laughs> oh, wow. See, I don't need to any... Like, I haven't really torrented much besides Catfish, because fucking there's nothing coming out. Catch up with your MTV dramas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, they're like FaceTiming fucking Catfish now, because they can't fly on planes to their location in other states. You would think that this show is more successful now because you can't see anyone. It's really poetic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like more people than ever are getting catfished yeah. now because everyone's at home. Oh, man. So how, how I know Troy's been 
has the fires been better at least like where you're at uh for like a week um you like it was terrible the smoke was super bad like we had to wear masks in the car just driving because it would like you would feel it in your throat and stuff um but then it rained and everything's been fine um but then i got super sick so i i haven't been outside in like two weeks pretty well much <laughs> and have you been mr Coach? uh good busy as all hell uh i back on my old bullshit that i got rid of like for a long time for like a year uh where i used to i have this horrible habit of like buying like six games at the same time and just playing them all like a little bit <laughs> at a time and switching between them all like it's just super manic and i have been good about it because i don't really ever have time to play video games so i'm like okay i'm gonna play one game at a time i'm not gonna get another one until i finish it and then i was doing really good but then all this shit that i love just started dropping and i was like ooh. and now i'm like in a dangerous spot where i'm like playing like six or seven games at the same time which ones did you get? Um, well, there's the Tony Hawk 1 and 2 remaster, remake. Um, oh, you yeah, know you your boy got 2K21. I have to. It's like my life. <laughs> uh, I got uh, Mario All-Stars, um, or uh, 3D All-Stars, and um, uh, a couple other games on my Switch. Oh, like months and months ago, like during like prime COVID time, I pre-ordered the impossible to find ring fit adventure and it arrived at my house out of nowhere <laughs> like two weeks ago so i've been putting that to use too which i actually do kind of enjoy just i don't know like it's like i hate working out at home but at least i can like semi make it a video game <laughs> dude it is fun dude uh i haven't played it in a minute the last time when i was playing it one of the levels i was doing it on like hard and after doing the boss fight dude my fucking heart rate was like 163 or some shit it was fucking intense i was sweating bullets also before i got back into this bullshit i was like deep into ghost of tsushima and i love the fuck oh, out that of game's it. amazing it's so fucking good but then like yeah. i got to like midway through the second chapter and just started playing five other games because i'm an idiot well that's <laughs> that's where i'm at too i'm like it is uh, it's what yeah that assassin's creed problem where it's a really good game but i'm not trying to put 200 hours into this yeah thing, it's really you know? fucking long but it's gorgeous but it's kind of repetitive but it, they really do a great job of sword play which is not done well enough in games <laughs> considering yeah, the technology i mean it's amazing have. yeah I, I i would rather be playing that than avengers but here we are you know <laughs> Troy's like speaking of things I wasted $65 well I was waiting he was like oh I'm playing seven games at once I was like oh I bet one of them is full price for that ultimate edition $80-90 for Avengers Um, I also picked up Tony Hawk 1 and 2 and I beat it but I still want to keep playing because I know I still have like some characters and shit to unlock but I love it so much. It's and the perfect, is but I'm like banger. pissed. I don't know if they updated it yet or not, but the multiplayer is trash online. It's like I tried to play with a few buddies, and it was just like manic as hell. It's like 30 seconds, and you have to play with like 12 other people. Like they didn't have like private servers or anything like that, at least at the time. That was like two weeks ago. I hope that they fix that to make it more like old. I know that they have couch co-op, uh, available on the game but obviously i haven't played with anybody <laughs> um i also picked up the mario 3d all-stars and i'm like i think about 80 ish shines into you know sunshine. what i was gonna say about sunshine is i do not remember the game being 
this difficult. Like in in regard to like controlling Mario, I can't tell you how many fucking times like I've fallen in the ocean and had to go all the way back and start over at a level like constantly. And that's like the second world I kept doing that at. It's so like what one of my like only real complaints with the well with the port besides the fact that the cutscenes look like shit because all they really did was like zoom in and like oh, crop make it, it widescreen so like, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm like that's all you fucking did was crop it in like so i'm like not only did it look kind of bad because it was gamecube cutscene but then you zoomed in on it which didn't really do it any favors and then uh i i guess i understand why they did it i'm sure they tested a bunch of different things and this was just the one that made the most sense and worked but like control wise for flood like on the gamecube version the r trigger on the gamecube is like where you push it in and then you can push it into the point where it actually clicks and for sunshine you can run and spray flood by just pushing in on the r trigger but then when it's fully clicked in you're stationary and then you can like just stand in one spot and like control it up or down or whatever but since the zr button on the switch doesn't actually like go in like a normal trigger it's just a button that you push they just made like that where you run and flood and then they made the actual r bumper button or whatever the stationary so instead of one button it's two but i don't know how they really would have fixed that since the game was made for gamecube so it's like I guess that's what works, but it's kind of annoying. You know, like the GameCube controllers for Smash Bros that they have for the Switch, they should let you use it. That'd be mm-hmm. cool. So they do let you use it. It is compatible, but it doesn't make a difference. Oh. <laughs> like it's just like using a normal they, pro they controller or whatever. Controller regardless. Yeah, like it doesn't like force GameCube controls onto it just by using the GameCube controller. It still just would use it if you were using like a Hori controller, or the Pro controller. But I completely agree. I was like, I would totally shell out the fucking $50, $60 for the Smash Brothers GameCube controller if that was the case, just because I love Sunshine. It's the one that I've played um, the least of the three on the game because, like, I never had it. I never owned it. Like, I just played it at friends' houses or whatever. So I don't have as much nostalgia for Sunshine. Like, I have great nostalgia for it because, like, I always wanted it. And then, like, I bought it at uh, Game On Expo, like, two or three years ago and barely played it on my gamecube <laughs> and so like now because just specifically because the shitty like four by three format of the gamecube and stuff i like wasn't into it but then i was like all right now i'm stoked for this and of course i love to play galaxy again and uh i never had a 64 when i was a kid but i had the uh the ds remake of uh super mario 64 so i played that religiously dude that's like uh what was I gonna say? I'm also sad that on the Super Mario 64 that they got. I guess they got rid of the "Bye Bye Gay Bowser" line in the game. Now it's just like "Sayonara" or something like that. He's like "Bye Bye" instead of saying it's "So long, Gay Bowser." <laughs> Damn, George Lucas in it. I know. <laughs> so welcome to this special Marvel edition podcast. <laughs> right. So yes, the reason- I forgot why we were here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the reason why I have these two boys on the podcast was if you haven't listened to the previous episode of the podcast with Matt, pause this podcast, stop whatever you're doing, leave your kids in the car by an ungated pool, whatever, (laughs) and listen to all like two and a half hours of that podcast where we ranked from 1989 to 2020 all the DC live action movies. 
And because of that, Tanner and Troy both apparently did not agree with my and Matt's hot takes on some of the more modern DC movies. Or uh, Troy fucking's gonna die on that hill for fucking Jonah. <laughs> no, all right. The love for that. Hey, Megan Fox was hot in that movie. All right. I've never seen it, so I didn't even. Well, know that's what pissed it. me off. Honestly, I remember I was open. Is pi- she like ten in that? Yeah, movie? maybe I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, when is this but uh, that's what pissed me off. Is like every movie I complained about on your list, you were like, "Oh, well, I didn't see Birds of Prey." Well, how the fuck are you gonna rank a movie if you've never seen the movie? You know. So I did. After doing it though, I did watch Birds of Prey. So after ranking the list, I have now seen Birds. And of what Prey. did you think of it? And I'd say it's. I'd put it in decent. Like it had some moments. I don't think. I honestly don't think um, Margaret Robbie's like can carry like a whole movie herself. Basically, like I, she's a good, she's a good Harley Quinn, and she did have some like funny moments and shit. And it's like I thought like you know Huntress like had her like funny moments and stuff, and there wasn't like I wouldn't say there was any one like particular thing that was necessarily like bad about the movie but it just wasn't like great like i probably wouldn't watch it again like i if it was on i would watch it but i wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again that was the last movie i saw in theaters actually right before hoven hit and uh i loved it i honestly thought it was amazing like i was like this is my gotham like we need r-rated batman movies we need like every character to be absolutely psychotic like the black mask I've never liked Black Mask as a character. And that version, when Obi-Wan is doing Black Mask, that was the best. Now, I I now like Black Mask. I will agree. Black Mask was, like, he was fucking crazy. He's, like, yelling at that chick yeah. to, like, get on the table. So I was like, this motherfucker's Yeah, insane. like, actually crazy. <laughs> Not cartoonish crazy, but, like, an actual crazy person. Like, having a physical meltdown in public crazy. What'd you think of it, Tanner? I thought it was decent. Um... Like, it wasn't my favorite, but I didn't think it was... Ba- oh, I'm tripping out. I thought I just heard my wife scream in my ear. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, yeah, PTSD. Um, but, uh, no. Um, no, I thought it was pretty decent. Like, there were aspects of it that I really... I thought stylistically it was great. Like, I thought the visual, the colors really popped well and stuff. Um, I think my issue, I guess, one thing that stuck out to me was, like... Um, like uh black canary like i feel like it was just like if you're not a dc fanboy then that was really out of left field and i've talked to people about that who saw the movie or not familiar with dc comics or anything like that i'm like what did you think about the canary character and they're like what the fuck was with that shit (laughs) i was like i was like yeah i mean they gave like the tiniest little subtle hints about like her powers or whatever but if you're not familiar with dc at all like it's like the last five minutes of the movie and she just does this wild fucking shit and like narratively speaking for general audiences like that's just fucking whack <laughs> like but like yeah, i thought the movie was, was uh pretty well done honestly i thought so it was decent. also the only moment in the entire movie i can think of there with where there was like any meta powers so yeah you see how that made no sense to people that is true like when you put it that way i'm like yeah like everyone else is more or less just kind of like physical fighter like brawl in the street type and she's just like yeah i'm just gonna belt out a scream and like fucking blast everyone 10 feet backwards um but yeah so that was the last podcast so they got upset about it so then i said that i would have them on 
for this podcast so that uh, we could review the Marvel Cinematic Universe from, fuck, what years is it? The 1998 to 2020. I just want to state for the record, I never said anything about your DC list. <laughs> and I got, I was like, Tanner's upset, and he's got to come on and bullshit about Marvel movies. I never said a damn thing about that list. But uh, I did have some disagreements with it, but I don't remember what they were on the top of it. I remember that Constantine was listed as, like, God tier. <laughs> And that was like one of two movies that I hadn't seen. <laughs> I, we've talked about it on this podcast several times before about my history of Constantine and my lack there of ever seeing it. <laughs> it's because I love Constantine and Matt refute like Matt would not fight me on that. And I was like, it is going God, like it is going no. It's lower gotten a, honestly over like, the last few years. It's gotten a really big like cult following to where now people are like, God, that fucking Constantine movie, man, so good. But, I mean, like, I liked it a lot. I would say it's pretty good, but I wouldn't say it's like. What, what's weird too is, is I'm a huge Hellblazer fan, like from the comics, and they changed so much to fit like that movie. That's like, yeah, it's a good movie, but like, have you seen the TV show? Have you seen like? The Matt Ryan version. So I, I have, and it's like weird because I can, I can separate the two. Because I'll agree, like Keanu Reeves looks nothing like him. Like the TV show, con- like that is comic book Constantine up and down. I'm not gonna say Keanu Reeves is comic book Constantine at all. But at the time, you know, when it came out, which was like what, like 2000, like five or something like yeah. that, like. It was great, and I mean, at that time, I hadn't even honestly heard of, like, the comics. Like, I didn't even realize, like... I'm sure for early 2000s comic book adaptations, it's probably pretty good. (laughs) But anyway, Marvel movies. Isn't this a Marvel podcast? We're talking about a ton of DC movies. God damn. Dude, you guys are acting like there's, like, fucking, like, 48 movies on this list to get through or something. There is. And you're trying to speed this along. I'm going to have shit to say about some of these entries. So, yeah, we don't want a three-hour-long right. podcast. All right, Tanner wants to cut the guff. So let's start on our list here with uh, 1998 Blade. I don't think I've seen Blade since I lived in the 90s. So, like, honestly, I don't have a great opinion here. I imagine it's at the very least watchable for sure. <laughs> I also have, I haven't seen it in a long time. I mean, I remember liking it. I would definitely say it deserves to be, I'd say, like, no lower than decent. Yeah, I, I mean, I would even say pretty good. I remember liking it, like, separate from whatever the Blade trilogy will get to those movies. But Blade on its own, <laughs> I thought the first one was pretty good. All right, so then are we willing to put Blade 1 in pretty good? Yeah, and we don't have, like, limits on any of these, like, categories, right? Like, there's not, like, a cap. No, no, there's no cut. Like, honestly, if there's, like, if everything, like, there could be one in, like, not A tier. Like, it doesn't okay. matter. There's no. And then at the end, once everything's in, too, we can kind of go through at the end and see if, like, once stuff falls into certain places, if we think it should get right. bumped up or down I abstain one. from uh, a Blade opinion, so I'll go with what you guys put. So pretty good sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> All right. So then next, we're jumping to the year 2000, Y2K with X-Men. Um, so X-Men's kind of interesting. Um, 
It hasn't aged particularly great, but uh, it was actually really seminal for the time. Like, uh, the illustrious Christopher Nolan always uh, talks about how, you know, what he did with Batman Begins, he was so pissed off because, like, Brian Singer, who, disclaimer, of course, is a pedophile, and he did make uh, a majority of these X-Men movies, so let's just say that right ahead of time. Let's set aside the fact that a fucking piece of shit creep made the majority of these X-Men movies, and let's just look at them on their film merits here. Um, But uh, original X-Men movie, for its time, was really fucking cool, because it did like a realistic, if you will, as much as you can with X-Men. Like It did like a real-world approach to those comics, so I thought it was like pretty revolutionary for its time but i think over time it hasn't it's it's gone down quite a bit but i would myself personally i'd go with like a decent for this one what about you um, Troy? i actually rewatched a lot of the x movies recently when i think logan came out i did a whole huge atman run and uh yeah i remember liking the first one like it's it's a little weird you know like yeah it's like uh, good story wise it's just like action wise and stuff it's like really silly like saber tooth like they didn't know how to do action and then like of course like the dialogue some of it's great like the banter between like scott and logan is amazing in that yeah, movie yeah. but like the like how do you kill a frog line <laughs> like the storm doesn't like zaps him <laughs> is just like one of the most cringeworthy things yeah. in all of cinema which by the way that line was written by joss whedon <laughs> <laughs> I actually met Ray Parker recently. Like that's awesome. Last year. Ray Parker's dope. And, and yeah, he was the shit. And I, everyone was talking. It was at a Star Wars convention. Not to you know sidetrack from this list, but he said that he filmed a whole scene for X Men Two, where Fraught was supposed to have like a huge lightning scar across his face, oh, and shit. he had like the makeup and everything, and it was just gonna be like one fight scene, and then they cut it, and it was never in the movie. Um, so like yeah, they were playing he working with that character but yes people didn't like i don't know they didn't like him or something no love so it sounds like it's gonna fall somewhere between pretty good and decent what are we thinking yeah i mean what was your thoughts justin oh yeah i mean i again this is one that it's like i haven't watched in a long time but it's i remember at the time you know of it coming out it was one of those where for a superhero movie like it fit the bill like you know it it did i love patrick stewart and he is you know professor xavier to me yeah and stuff and hugh jackman played fucking pretty good it is (laughs) pretty good it is pretty good i think it's pretty good yeah (laughs) all right so would you would you put it before or after before oh is is that also a thing like are we ranking them in order okay oh Personally, I would put it before Blade, but that's, I mean, I abstained from Blade, so I don't have the best <laughs> judgment there. Yeah, yeah, Tanner had no opinion on Blade, so of course he'd fucking put it in front it's of Blade. because Wesley Snipes is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Alright, so I guess we'll put it in front of Blade then. So then, next on our list, we have... 2002 blade 2 blade 2 directed by guillermo del toro yeah actually i loved blade 2 out of the whole trilogy i think it's great like blade 2 is definitely the shining point i'd go with a great yeah i would say the same definitely out of the trilogy it's the best one and i remember there being so much hype when blade 2 actually came out like in theaters and stuff around that time 
So I think we're all pretty much in agreement then that it's going to go into the great spot. Great it is. Chugging along nicely. Here we go. I know. Uh, I told you we'd get. We have done these, three uh, movies. <laughs> but up next, though, also 2002, Spider Man. Oh, shit. Spider Man. I watch the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies all the fucking time. Like, the first one uh, has aged strangely. I think it was, like, really great at the time. I still remember seeing it in theaters. The only thing that I think doesn't play super well these days is just the fucking power rangers helmet that willem dafoe has to wear as green goblin but other than that i think it still holds up like really well as like a kirby era like comic film yeah i i really like that movie um i think it's the best uh spider-man that memes have come from uh i'm i'm a bit of a scientist myself but um uh i think william dafoe is perfect in that movie like yes i'm not a huge fan of tofer race actually um now that we've seen a couple other spider-mans toby mcguire defoe was so good at ring Goblin. they've had like what 20 spider-man movies and they've never rehashed ring Goblin. so i i think it's a pretty good movie they or, have or, actually whatever. in yeah. the amazing spider-man 2 which we'll talk about later <laughs> oh all right yeah we'll get to that i don't remember those amazing spider-man movies <laughs> um but i would uh, put it as pretty good i think I, w- I would agree to that. Um, I remember seeing this in theaters, and I'm not even a huge Spider-Man fan myself, but I remember coming out of it you know, pretty hyped on Spider-Man and stuff like that, and I thought they did a really good job. So I'll, I'll agree. I'm going to put it at the very front of pretty good. Am I supposed to be seeing this list like update in front of me or something? No, that's why I sent you the link so yeah, that I've you I've been moving my own, yeah. Oh, all right. I thought this yeah. was like a shared uh i thought it was the year 2020 or something and we had uh shared abilities <laughs> i mean i could share my screen if you want and then you can see my where the fuck is zoom oh it's all small that's why i was like what the hell here i was like would you prefer that would you like me to share multiple participants can share simultaneously here do i just click this okay there we go yeah, share this. There we go. Can you see my my doodle oh my now? God, yeah, my whole thing just erupted. Yeah, all right. See, that's whole. Oh, yeah, all right. All right. So there you go. It's even though it's the year two thousand in seven Washington. <laughs> oh, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't fucking live in Washington. Sorry. Yeah, time differences, man. <laughs> it's that daylight savings time. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, but speaking of weird, we're about to jump into 2003's oh, Daredevil. Yes, Benny Affleck. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, wow, I don't know where to start like, with Daredevil. Like, I th- I'll tell you right now, it's it's not going any higher than that. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, I was like, it's one of those I agree. Too, man. I think uh, the best part for me is just watching it ironically and just like laughing at Colin Farrell's over-the-top bullseye <laughs> with this fucking head thing that he's got going. God, ah, I bullseye. This bullseye. <laughs> ah, I never miss. I never miss. <laughs> Oh. Even though that entire movie yeah. is full of and there's a if you guys, I don't know <laughs> like if you guys have ever time. seen it, but there's actually a director's cut of Daredevil, which is quite different from the theatrical cut. Um, I did not so know that. That's 
That's what I've heard, and uh, I've heard that the director's cut is way It's way better, better but still terrible. <laughs> it's way better, but still yeah. really bad. But it's got a fucking subplot uh, where Matt Murdock is like uh, the defense attorney for Coolio, the rapper, uh, <laughs> who's on trial for murder. <laughs> and it takes like a 20, 30-minute like, detour in the movie of him just like trying to save uh, Coolio from jail. <laughs> But it's also like edgier because like uh, there's this scene where Bullseye like is jealous of Daredevil's costume and he goes, "I want a fucking costume," <laughs> like shit like that. It's really ridiculous. So see, I would never watch that movie again, but I would watch that. I would watch the director's yeah, cut just for I, yeah. I was about to say it should be an unwatchable, but has it's bad. Like I'm I'm eating flashbacks of when. Uh, he like blind fights on the sea. Oh, the, yeah, this, yes, yes, like the that. park scene. Yes, oh, that's cringe. So, <laughs> I, I'm gonna argue that I'm it's gonna agree with you, just solely because I think it's yeah, solely because two. I know what's coming up on yeah. this list, <laughs> yeah, and it is light years better than half the shit that we're. Oh about yeah, yeah. Into. I mean, this will not be the hill so, I die I on. I know there's watchable. some movies I'm gonna fight you guys on later, but yeah, I don't care. Watchable, whatever. Okay, so yes, we'll put it in. I would rather rewatch all three seasons of the Netflix Daredevil show, though. I mean, you're not wrong. I would also rather do that. So, in 2003, we also have X2. X2, man. That's a fucking great one, man. I mean, it was really good. I, I'm torn. I think it's, for me personally, I think it's in one of the top two categories. Like, I think it still holds up really fantastically today. Like the the scene of Wolverine against the fucking SWAT dudes in the the house. Oh, that shit is so dope. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think of X two? So I'm gonna be the complete opposite. I don't you think hate you it? Know any higher than decent? Whoa! Uh, I just like I said I watched it maybe two years ago. It's honestly it's terrible to me like the it's the plot like all right cool Hugh Jackman's awesome in it there's some good fight scenes pyro is a little weird douchebag in that movie but the plot is so bad like with the striker stuff and weapon x and lady death strike like it's all over the place they like throw in phoenix at the very end for basically no reason I don't know. I I really did not enjoy watching that movie again. You you like the original X Men more than X two? Yeah, I liked X Men one more I'm than X two. Yeah. What are your thoughts on X two? All right, Justin? so so it's been a while since I've seen this one too. I I mean, out of out of the three, I mean, I'd probably say that I thought it was probably the best out of yeah. the three. But I mean, Stryker uh, so, has a son who like has the exact same powers as, as Xavier, and he builds like a, a bougie Yeto Cerebro to kill all the mutants, like for no like this not explained at all. Like that's the plot. Like the plot is he hunts down mutants for the government, and then for no reason, oh, I have a son that could have done this ten years ago. I'm just now using it. Like, I don't know. It makes the entire plot kind of seem useless if he had this, like, end-all, be-all in his back pocket. It makes the entire movie seem kind of dumb. I, I won't fight you on it, but I would like it at least to be pretty good if we're going high I'll, with this. I'll, I'll accept pretty good. I'm down with that. 
All right. It's a early. All we're right. we're in the very early two thousands here. I'll take a pretty good yeah. uh, adaptation here. All right. So it sounds like it's going in pretty good, and to meet Troy in the middle, I'll put it behind the first X Men. All right. So then our final film of two thousand three. Dude, this one's great. Hulk. Hulk, unwatchable for me. Not there is not there is not there is not a redeeming factor to that film. Watching him fight giant poodles and then <laughs> fucking uh, uh, God, I, it's so boring. It's so everything about it is terrible. And that was directed you don't by like him staring into a puddle for thirty seconds, trying yeah. to figure out who. It he was is. directed by Oscar-winning filmmaker Ang Lee of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Brokeback Mountain fame. <laughs> yeah, Pedigree. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm fine with Unwatchable. It's it's a terrible movie. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think at my mom's house, I still have one of the toys from that movie where it's just a super jacked up Hulk. But, like, his arms don't, like, really bend. So, it's, like, the back part just kind of, like, folds in half so his arms can actually get in front because he's so fucking muscular. God. That's just a little tidbit there. Ooh. So, starting off, 2004, The Punisher. You know, this movie gets shat on, like, really hard. It always has been since it was released. But, like, when my younger years, I thought it was actually a decent action movie. <laughs> like, it's not a great yeah. Marvel Comics Punisher movie, but I thought it was overall a fairly decent movie. <laughs> like, it, yeah. I still really like Thomas Jane. He's a great actor. I love Thomas Jane. He's a great actor. The fight scene with Heaven Nash. Yes. Like, where they're yes, just destroying the apartment and stuff yeah. is a great scene. With the music yeah, and stuff, yeah. he's like throwing them down yeah. the stairs. And like, yeah, it's not really a good Punisher movie according to the comics, but I still really like it. I'll watch it. I mean, what's his name? John Travolta is terrible in that movie, but uh, I mean, I, I'll still watch it right now. You know. Oh man, so are we thinking pretty good for this one? My personal vote is decent, but let's average it out with what you guys think. Uh, I'll put decent. I don't. I don't really care. All right, so sounds like it's going first spot in decent. Because, yeah, I really... There was just a lot of funny moments in that movie, too, like the, the popsicle blowtorch yeah. scene and stuff, and, like, the dude, the one kid or whatever, where he fucking puts the grenade in his hand. He's like, hey, you look like you work out. Yeah, yeah. Try holding this with your arms stretched out. So, yeah, there's a lot of good moments. So, ooh, ooh. dude, man, 2004 has some bangers. Spider-Man ooh, 2. Man. I adore Spider-Man 2. Like that for me personally it's a god tier, but like it would be it would be Ooh. it would be hard for me to accept anything less than uh great <laughs> like for Spider-Man 2. But I would love to hear your arguments if you disagreed. See, my first my first impulse was I was I was going to put it in great. Out of the Sam Raimi trilogy of Spider-Man movies, I definitely think it's the best one. And I think it's still very much watchable to this day. And Doc, Ock I've watched it like twice in, it. in the last three weeks. I love it so much. <laughs> uh, I did not like Spider-Man Two. Oh, uh, oh my god! Uh, yeah, I actually think it's. I think it's not as good as Spider-Man Three, even in my opinion. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, 
I don't think Dot uh, is done very well. He has what weird schizophrenia because the arms have uh, artificial intelligence, which is never explained when he's talking about the arms at all. Like they just all of a sudden have snake personalities. Uh, he like he heals his wife and then tries to rebuild the machine to what bring her back to life. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, we can make it right. Like I I will. I will remove myself from this because I know I am the only person on the planet that does not sp- like Spider-Man 2. But also, I really like Dr. Octopus in the Spider-Man comics uh, because he is like a metaphor of what would happen to Peter Parker if he dove 100% into science and he didn't have like Mary Jane or Aunt May. And they don't touch on that. The superior like, Spider-Man, all. if you will. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, well... My reasonings for loving this movie is because of just the human element that they take with it. Like, they really do Peter so well. They do the the Spider-Man No More uh, saga in there. And I just feel like they just kick the shit out of him emotionally and, like, financially and shit, like, so hard that, like, everybody can feel with that character, like, so hard. And Tobey Maguire is such a sad sack. Like, it's just, like, great to me. I just feel like the emotional heft of it and like James Franco is ridiculous in all these movies and I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love it. But, and I, th- I personally think Alfred Molina is like, I love his Doc Hawk. I love Doc Hawk. I know it's not the same. And I, you're, you're, you made some valid points about the validity of like the, the villain aspect of the movie. But I think that's what it is, is because they made this version of the character. He's such a good person. Like at the end, like he's the one that stops everything. I do, but, I do yeah. really like the end of that movie. I like when he saves Mary Jane and he shows yeah. that he is Mary Jane as he's like, well, fuck, like I, I have to, even though I know this now puts you in danger and it does solve all my problems, but you would tell that he doesn't like that he's showing her. Uh, so that's why I say I will not argue with it. I'm just saying personally, see a lot of, I will give you a hint. A lot of these are going to be Hamid based opinions. And I know that's probably not the best way to watch a movie, but uh, yeah, that's why I have problems with Spider-Man Two. Is that it is not comic book accurate? All right, and uh, yeah. All right, so Troy's. Uh, I assume his his vote here is decent, um, or is it worse than decent? No, I'll do. I'll do. De- okay. I, honestly, I'll even say pretty. Uh, he says pretty good. I say God tier. What do you say, Justin? See, I would put it. Okay, great. so let's meet so in the middle I, and well, do great. Meet in yeah. the middle, great is fine yeah. with me. Yeah. But great uh, before it- Blade Two, yes, please. <laughs> Guillermo won an Oscar for much better movies. He'll he can he can be okay there. Oh man! Well, I mean, speaking of <laughs> other Blade movies, ending two thousand four, we got um, Blade Trinity. This is one of two movies on this list that I haven't seen, so I cannot give an I, answer here. I legitimately think it's unwatchable. I think it's. I think that's the general just- uh, audience consensus. <laughs> yeah, like it's the bad guy is like dracula but it's the dude from prison break and he does basically nothing um you have yeah just alba and uh what's his face uh deadpool is in it and like they have nothing to do with anything uh it's triple h is in it and there's a there's a like a pomeranian werewolf dot uh it's it's a garbage movie and they had to cg Wesley Snipes' eyeballs open because he refused to film the movie with his eyes open. I, I don't know. It's a ridiculous movie. I don't. I, I will never watch it again. 
That is so funny. It sounds unwatchable. Directed by David S. Goyer, who is the co-writer of the first two Christopher Nolan Dark Knight movies. Fun so, tidbit. I think we're pretty much <laughs> in, in agreement here then that... So I'm assuming, though, it's going to go before Hulk? Yeah, I'm fine with that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're like that's why you're like I'd rather watch it just for if the I had show to watch one CGI or the eyes. other, I would watch Blade Three for the the laughs. Uh, there's nothing <laughs> funny about Hulk. Exactly. Okay. Oh man. The, oh man. Speaking of nothing funny, 2005. Electra. This is the other one that I have not seen. <laughs> oh, pro tip. I'm just saying it fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm just gonna go out. Like uh, speaking of movies where the person can't carry as the lead, um, Jennifer Garner. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think she was like that great a character in the Daredevil movie. So yeah, let's give her her own fucking movie. Yeah, there is one cool scene in it. I would still put it above Holt. Holt is going the bottom <laughs> of this entire list. All right. Uh, really, there is one cool scene where they have Tattoo Man in the movie. And it's like he has a wolf tattoo on his chest, and like the wolf comes out of his. And it's terrible CG. Like it did not age well. But I remember seeing that and thinking, man, that is such a cool fucking scene. And that's the only thing I remember from that movie. Man, there wasn't really a lot to remember from that movie then, huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> that's like the main. I was like, two thousand five. Now we have Fantastic Four. God, just looking at the years 2005 through 2007 is brutal. (laughs) (laughs) It was not a good time for uh, superhero movies in these uh, upcoming few. All right, so the very first entry of, uh, or the second entry of 2005. Fantastic Four. Yes, I was like, dude, honestly, I literally had to click back on the Wikipedia article because I couldn't even remember what the fucking movie was. It was the first. I'm sorry, actually, the second. The first one was never released. Uh, It was a Roger Corman adaptation. But uh, Fantastic Four, 2005, baby. Tim Story, director. (laughs) Well, I was like, the last time I saw this movie, if this tells you anything, was that backyard party at my parents that Megan threw for me where we screened bad marvel <laughs> movies and this was on the list of them that were viewed oh, that night it's so so early 2000s <laughs> i would put it watchable um i don't really remember a lot of that movie i, I like so i would watch any it horrible movie that has comedic ironic value will never go lower than a watchable for me and it's just hilariously stupid just looking at Michael Chiklis in the Thing costume. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just looking at him is enough ridiculousness for me. Jessica Alba plays I'm... the Invisible Woman, and she's so horrible. Uh, I will I will say my one redeeming thing about the movie is at least Doom's suit looked Doom's cool. suit and that was looked... it comic-ish he accurate but and also yeah, even though yeah, i thought you were gonna say captain line. america's johnny storm was the one redeeming factor because that seems to be the one aspect that people generally like <laughs> but uh watchable well, it is see, my thing is <laughs> my thing is i like doom and out of all the fantastic four movies we've gotten this is the only one where he actually looks like doom would we put it behind daredevil 
I don't. I would put it before Daredevil. Um, is there's nothing I remember about that movie that was as bad as some of the stuff I remember about Daredevil. Oh man! So rolling with the punches after Fantastic Four, we're jumping to 2006 with X Men: The Last Stand. Oh shit! X Men: The Last Stand. Wow. <laughs> God damn that fucking movie, man. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> That's like the only thing I mean, that, that comes is... to my mind. That's the first thing that comes to mind, at least, when I think of that movie. It's because that's the most memorable moment in yeah, that movie. Yeah, it's a meme. It's a meme. And because yeah. of its meme ability, I would probably put it at watchable. Uh, I I have a real problem with uh, X-Men's desire to continually make Dark Phoenix. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I actually read like the the old X-Men helmets and like Jean Ray is the Phoenix for a while for like a year as a good guy Phoenix like controlling the powers and then is manipulated um by a uh, what was their name um the Hellfire Club and then becomes evil for some reason in the movies they always want to go oh the moment she gets the powers boom evil and uh she's that's just me comic book nerd problem but also she's terrible in this movie the cgi is really not good like they have that scene where it's it's uh um when they find her as a child like you have uh magneto and professor x and it's like really heavy makeup slash cgi and it looks really bad uh yeah I, i don't like this movie at all do we want to just go straight Would you put unwatchable? It as unwatchable? Oh, I put it. I mean, I put it the last unwatchable. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, you and you and Art, you hire. I don't hair. Um, Justin, it looks like you want to put it on watchable. I feel like that's where you're going. With it. I, I mean, agree if that's what you're thinking. Like uh, I'm. I'd fine put it at the bottom it at the end of, of watchable. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine putting it at the end of watchable because, like I said, I. All I remember from that movie really was the I'm the juggernaut bitch, and it was just them fighting by the I remember Magneto moving the Golden Gate Bridge. I remember that. (laughs) They also have Beast. They have, uh, what's it, uh, Frasier? Yeah, Frasier was Beast. That's that's memorable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was actually probably the best part of that movie. (laughs) Yeah, and they didn't use him at all. Like, he's in the movie for like five seconds. Yeah, he's wearing a business suit the whole time. So then next, after... Oh, holy <laughs> shit. Going God to damn. 2007. 2007. I remember that year favorite very well. Favorite movies. I remember that year. I am an insanely huge Nicolas Cage fan. And god damn, Ghost Rider. I, it's funny enough, I was actually... I watched the... I have the Stars channel, and they're always playing these horrible... early. They play the Fantastic Four movies and Ghost Rider all the fucking time and so i'll put them on and watch like 10 minutes of it here and there and like a couple weeks ago i watched the last like 30 minutes of the original ghost rider did the same thing with spirit of vengeance as well and uh yeah it's so bad like it's like not even like funny bad i'd say it's just straight unwatchable maybe (laughs) i don't know i could give it a watchable but i don't even remember all i remember is him like screaming the first time that he turns into the the spirit um and i don't remember the rest of that movie at all god all i know is dude the cg for his head 
did not. What about age the CG well? like ripped body they gave Nick Cage in the <laughs> one shirtless scene? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's between watchable and unwatchable for me. I can't decide. I mean, I would See, put it I'm... the first. First of unwatchable. unwatchable, I think yeah. that's a good. Yeah, see, I think that's, that's a, because I, I know the words. I know the sequel is coming up, and that is not yet. Yeah. I, would... <laughs> yeah. I honestly have never seen the sequel because I had no. I'll interest. give some. I'll give some takes on the <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> yeah, says Tanner's the biggest fan. Uh, next, so after Ghost Rider. Man, this was a rough year for <laughs> movies here. We got Spider-Man Spider 3. 3. All right, so I know you guys are going to shit on this, but I, I want to give my one effort. The story of Eddie Brock and Venom is come accurate. It is legitimately how it happens. It's actually done pretty well. Peter Parker's just being a fucking asshole to Eddie Brock. Like, you say what you want about the casting. Say what you want about, like, the, the character design the story actually is good and hum accurate. All right, so I mean, I actually kind of enjoy it on that aspect alone. Here's my view on Spider-Man Three. <laughs> I absolutely adore it in the worst ways. Like it, to me, it's like the room. Like it's like the room of comic book movies. It's so fucking horrible that I love every second of it. Like. I feel like the entire cast and Sam Raimi, which I know for a fact Sam Raimi didn't give a fuck about that movie because he vehemently did not want to use Venom, and Sony was like, Venom's our most popular character. You're putting him in there. So he's like, all right, we're going to shoehorn him in there then. And I just, the movie is so hilariously over-the-top ridiculous. I just love it. The jazz scene, the gyrating on the streets. like Oh, it's yeah, so, oh, that's hilarious. It's so horrible. He's like, or him and Eddie Brock's like, your work's trash, Brock. <laughs> and he's like, find us some shade. Like, it's so... <laughs> So emo emo Peter is my favorite. Like that, that movie, it's so funny. I have a, a story when I saw it back in two thousand and seven. I went to the theater to go see it on the premiere day, and uh, the the movie uh, there was about like it was during the climax. There was about fifteen or twenty minutes left, and it was you know film days. So like the projector, the film started fucking up, and the audio completely cut out, and it kept going in and out. And then, like the and uh, then it got to a point where there was no audio at all, and we were just watching like the climax of the movie, and just somebody—it's just dead silence in the audience for like a minute, and then somebody in the audience just starts yelling, "Well, well, this movie fucking sucked!" <laughs> like everybody just just blasted out laughing because it was just so horrible. <laughs> but I love it for how bad it is. That's my take, Justin. <laughs> I mean, I I will say it is definitely the I worst. I think this is the most the memeable Marvel movie. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah. To, to this day, that meme of fucking Peter making that stupid fucking face where he's like looking to the left or whatever and his mouth's all puckered. <laughs> like, like, that still gets circled around to this day. So it obviously had an effect on pop culture. Uh, James like, Franco is actually my favorite part of that movie. He's so ridiculously horrible. He's like, when he gets bonked on the head and he's got his like amnesia and he's like, these are my best friends. <laughs> he's like, I didn't yeah, see that. And then he's like, how's the pie? And he's like, so good. <laughs> 
So, like, I don't know how to rank this movie because I think it's a, a horrendous piece of trash, but I adore it. So, like, well, I love it's it. It's watchable. Then it's watchable. But it's better than watchable to me. I love watching this movie, but it's really bad. So I just don't know how to rank it. I mean, I like the movie. Like I said, I actually like watching it more than Spider-Man 2. But, I mean, I'm not going to try to put it up at even pretty good, you know? All right, here. I think I have a way. How about it goes watchable? Because I would honestly rather watch it before Fantastic Four. What about so decent? To put it- yeah, <laughs> put it in decent. Uh, behind Punisher. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. It's god tier on for comedy films for me. And as far as like comic book Marvel movies, it's really bad. <laughs> All right. So I was like, speaking of really bad, we're ending 2007 <laughs> with Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Ooh. Oh God. Wow. Well, uh, you you. You wanted to give Fantastic Four watchable because uh, the because of Doom suit, whereas uh, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, Galactus is a Nimbus cloud. <laughs> the total opposite of what they went for in the first movie. Yeah, and it was just fucking the, awful. Like, the best thing they did is they got Morpheus to voice Silver Surfer. <laughs> I, don't, I was like, and he didn't fucking like do anything the entire movie. Like he just like flew around. Yeah, I will say it is really cool to see Doom step on the the, the Hosmet surfboard. Like that was one moment I was like, all right, I would really like to see Doom actually do that, as he would pull some conniving shit like that. But besides that, the rest of the movie is trash. I remember there's a scene I think where Mr. Fantastic is like dancing. Yes, yes. He's, like, drunk I just watched he, like, this. Oh, it was his bachelor party. To, like bring two broads over. To yes, him. I just oh. watched this like two weeks ago. It's so fucking hilarious. So it's unwatchable. Would you put it in front of Ghost? Yes, Rider? I think it's the front of the unwatchables. I think. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll agree to that. Another movie that that's the last one I watched was Apple Well, now Party. we have reached 2008, which is a seminal film in cinema history where there's two releases that changed the scope of comic book movies for the rest of time. One of them yes. being an Marvel so, movie, our very first Marvel movie. Yep, so starting off 2008, we have Iron God Man. God No question. I think it's pretty Short. good. Like, <laughs> honestly, uh... uh <laughs> Here's the thing. It is, uh, out of respect, it was the blueprints that all other Marvel movies decided to copy. So, I mean, I do have to give it that. But I will never forgive the fact that the movie ends with him just getting his shit knocked in by a later model fucking version of a suit he fucking made in the desert being piloted by the bit Lebowski. All right, and he just gets his shit rot in, and then he's like, Pepper Potts, hit the fucking button, and then she does, and then that's the end of the movie. I, I, it's the whole movie is this huge climbing climax, and like, don't get me wrong, Robert Downey Jr., amazing performance, I loved a lot of it, uh, but that the end of the movie is such a wet blanket for me that, like, I have not, I've had trouble re watching that movie, honestly. I mean, for me, I I would also put it God tier. For me, like full stop, still to this day, 12 years later, I think it's the best 
Marvel Studios movie. Like, <laughs> oh, oh man, we are in a disagreement on a lot of these movies. Man. <laughs> like, I, 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 I agree that it's a weak like climax of the movie, but I think that the eighty percent leading up to that is so fucking good, and like, I don't think that they've captured that since just the world building and just like the feeling that it had. And I think that the one and only performance we see of Terrence Howard as Rhodey is just fucking amazing. And I fucking hate Don Cheadle as Rhodey. I really do. Well, uh, and, apparently that was Robert Downey Jr. like forced him out of the movie. Yeah. Like, well, uh, it was yeah. a dumb fucking choice in my opinion. But I, uh, I still to this day think it's so ridiculously entertaining. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's awesome. Like, I don't know. I, I won't fight you on this. It is a very good movie. Uh, I know there are some movies later on in the MCU I will fucking not budge on, though. So we can move on from this. I'm fine with leaving this on tier. All right. So God tier for Iron Man it is. And after Iron Man, also in 2008, we have with uh, my boy Edward Norton, The Incredible Hulk. I, um... The the only thing that I don't like about the movie is the look of Hulk himself. Like I think it was an amazing cast, and I liked like the aspect of him being in Brazil and shit. Like I thought those were like kind of cool locales and stuff. But like yeah, I thought the CG was just bad all throughout, and it's aged even worse. Yeah, I, I would I would ask decent. Uh, there's it, it's okay. Yeah, like it's better than watchable. It has some cool fight scenes. They have abomination in it. Yeah. Um. They sort of hint at having leader. Um. But I honestly hated Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. I'm so fucking glad that they recast him as Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I think uh, they did a good, good recast there for sure. Like he he put no effort in being Bruce Banner. He just was Edward Norton as cool guy Edward Norton. And it's like that's not <laughs> Bruce Banner, you know. I'm I'm down with a decent. All right, so end of decent sounds because yeah, I'll agree. It's been a while. Like, it's one of those where I know, like, leading up to in game and stuff, I feel like a lot of people just kind of skipped. They're like, "Oh fuck, we're not gonna watch Hulk." Like, they just like watched Iron Man and then went like right over Hulk to the next one because I mean, and it, like, it's definitely better than the previous Hulk movie that we have sitting at the very end of Unwatchable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was no tank scenes in this one, but, you know, hey. Uh, so then, ooh, ending 2008, Punisher Warzone. Unwatchable. I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, Are you fucking with I loved this movie, not because it was a good movie. It was just, like, so satisfying after seeing, like I, like I said, I love the Thomas Jane Punisher as a, as a good movie. But as a Punisher appropriate movie, it was so satisfying seeing him just no remorse, wipe away hundreds of bodies, like not give a shit about anything. Uh, what's his name? Fucking Dom from The Wire playing goddamn Jitsaw was hilarious. I I honestly I think this is like my Spider Man three for you where yeah. it's not. A good <laughs> well, I was movie, gonna say. Well, that's what I didn't. I didn't find it. it funny at all. Like I wanted it to be hilariously bad. I just thought it was just like dull bad. Like I don't know. That was just my personal take on it. But I haven't watched it since it was released back in two thousand and eight. I have not either. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I really prefer the first Punisher movie to this one. And I'll agree, it's like more... He's more the Punisher, I guess, in this movie than I would say the Punisher was in the first movie. But... I don't know. I, mean, I didn't if we're really it, enjoy it. If we're putting it watchable, I still think it's better than Daredevil. Would you agree to that, Tanner? Yeah. I guess on a technical level, like, I, I, I like Daredevil more. But <laughs> like, I think on a technical level, I think Punisher War Zone is a better made film. <laughs> All right. I guess we will settle at Punisher War zone and i keep wanting to say war journal <laughs> in watchable dude man so now see look we're we're flying through these dude now ooh, 2009 x-men origins wolverine oh man i fucking hate this movie i'm gonna be honest i don't like i don't like what they did with gambit i didn't really it's so horrible it's so horrible for me it's so watchable because it's hilariously bad but uh i could totally accept 100 percent an unwatchable (laughs) i i would i would do unwatchable like like i said i I rewatched all the hugh jackman movies and i didn't even finish this one like it's i i see it's like halfway through i was like i i yet i don't need to watch this do where and unwatch would you put it behind fantastic four Silver Surfer? I think there. Just I mean, leave, you, leave it where you got it hovered. I'm fine all right. with that. I was going to say, like the fact that you said that you literally just went, recently went to rewatch it and couldn't even finish the movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> says true. Says it all yeah. right there. Uh, so then next, we have, oh man, another one. 2010, Iron Man 2. I know it's Tanner's <laughs> that, Don't you Iron dare Man put trilogy. those words in my mouth. All right, here's the thing. <laughs> I think this is odd tier. I I like this Iron Man out of out of one, two, and three. I loved it, and not okay. You have Tony Stark as you know the alcoholic, ridiculous asshole. I didn't really care for whatever fucking cyber disease that they gave him, but like him fighting Rhodey, um, uh, him just being a drunk piece of shit. You have Nick Fury in it. You have the first appearance of Black Widow. It's basically the the prequel to avengers it's the first avengers movie in the mcu they hint avengers i don't know i i honestly love the movie and uh yeah whatever you want to say about mickey Rourke's performance uh at least the fight scenes were pretty cool in this one i vaunt my bird <laughs> uh and i like that they had hammer too i think uh, this, sam rockwell as hammer I, that's I really the like that too. only redeeming quality for me is sam rockwell doing a fucking fantastic performance and sam rockwell in it up uh and also the suitcase fight scene is dope uh mickey rourke for me is so atrocious it just is like undigestibly bad and the rest of it i is don't like, remember him and the rest of it is like the whole like tony dying aspect and he has to build a new element from his disneyland table uh like it was just like i fucking hate that movie man like god tier i don't know well i wish i could see it that way i would are you unwatchable so justin you gotta help average this out here like what are you gonna do i i love i think this is the first movie where we have two completely different ends of the spectrum on here um i I fucking hate this movie. Like, I, I honestly... What, so, that's the sad part, honestly, though, is I hate this movie, 
but I remember more of this movie than I do of Iron Man 3. Like, out of the three, like, I literally remember more from this movie than I actually do Iron Man. And I've actually seen this movie more than I have Iron Man 3. Um, I I would I would be willing to put it in watchable. And we... I, I, I'm going to be... And we at least have decent. Like, and we at least it's a decent <laughs> movie. You have War Machine. You have fucking uh, yeah, like I said, Black Widow. You have. Nick Are you Mary. thinking of this as a feature film though, not like a checklist of Marvel Comics characters? <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, the suit haze scene was awesome. Uh, the part yeah, I thought was also funny too. Sam Ratwell's hilarious. The part at the end where they're like arguing about where they're gonna be, and he's like, "This is the hillbots. This is the worst spot." And then all the drones show up. Uh, technically, you had Peter Parker apparently in that movie. Um, yeah, it's hard for me to argue it's separate from the MCU, which is hard for a lot of these movies, I guess. But uh, I at least want decent. I at least want decent for this. That gives me a fucking sour taste in my mouth, giving it decent, <laughs> but uh, I don't got the clicker here, so <laughs> move it where uh-huh. you want, Justin. Right. Uh, would you be... Okay, I know. Would you be willing to put it at the end of decent? Thing? I'll, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll settle. All Since right. we, we had to fight to get the original Iron Man in God tier, so, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. See, okay, I'll agree to that since Troy was not about that. I will give Troy this one by putting it in yeah. decent. All right, so then moving on to 2011, Thor. At the time of its release, like before it came out, like I was not looking forward to it. I thought it looked like absolute trash garbage. And then like I saw it and I really enjoyed it, but I feel like it's aged really poorly over the years since we've gotten other entries and stuff. So like I don't know. I thought it was like I thought the Asgard portion of the movie, like the first like third of it, was pretty darn good still to this day. But I don't know. I'd say it's like decent to pretty good somewhere in there. I would definitely put it in decent. Um I know uh out of the trilogy of it, it's definitely not my favorite, but I definitely don't put it at the bottom either. Yeah. So I would be willing to put it like indecent. Yeah, I mean I, I remember liking it. Um like I think the same way Iron Man sort of did the blueprint of the like origin story. Uh Thor did like the blueprint for the fish out of water, which they use a couple other times, like with Captain Marvel and I don't remember what else, but uh, yeah, I remember liking it. Um, I would put it before Hulk. Yes, yes. Have... <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah, I'm fine putting it there. So then next we have X Men First Class, also in 2011. Loved it. Loved it when it was released, and I think uh, there's like some bad aspects to it, but I think overall it's one of the best X Men movies. Uh, Michael Fassbender was awesome. I, I loved his performance. I think, uh, what's his name as Professor X? James really McAvoy, good. yeah. Yeah. I I think that having Bateman was trash. Uh, <laughs> I think that there's a lot of really, like, not... Like, when when did this come out? What what year did this even come out? 2011. Even for 2011, I think a lot of the jokes were really dated. Um, like, you rewatch it, there's also, like, seven montages in this movie uh it has more montages than rotty four 
Uh, <laughs> I liked so, I mean, the 60s aesthetic that they went with. I thought stylistically it was cool. Like, they really made you feel like it was in the 60s. Um, they did, like, a James Bond kind of style that they went for there. Like, personally for me, I see what... I think there's, like, definitely portions of it that, uh, like, Kevin Bacon's not great. Um, also, um... Oh, um... Oh, Frost. Um, Emma Frost, horrible <laughs> as well. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, it was played by January Jones, who couldn't act out of a box. But, um, yeah, I mean, those two main performances, though, are so good. For me, it's a great, um, but I can understand if we'd want to go lower. I mean, we do pretty yeah. good, but I would put it in between the two other X-Men movies. Would you agree to that, Tanner? Why don't you give an opinion? (laughs) 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 All right, all right. I do like this movie. Like, I do the... I know some of the later entries in, like, the first class series and stuff aren't that great, but the first one I did really like. And after, you know, Apocalypse... Not Apocalypse, goddammit. Not Apocalypse, the... Fucking Last Stand. After that movie, this was like a refreshing like X Men movie that was actually like good. That wasn't just the I'm the Juggernaut bitch. <laughs> so I'd be willing to. I haven't watched it in a long time either, but I definitely, I would definitely put it before the second X Men movie. So I think it's good there. Okay, let's go. <laughs> You're like, all right, that's fine. Whatever. Like, I'm not going to fight it. Uh, dude, now, next we have Captain America First Avenger. Also in 2011. I'm not... I honestly don't really care for this yeah, movie. I think it's like decent. Uh, I, mean, I don't have any like big arguments for it either way. I just think it's decent. Yeah, I, I mean, out of all the has America is my least favorite. Yeah, that's one. like obvious. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, whatever. I don't think it's like bad you, or anything. I just think it's decent. Would you put it behind Iron Man two? No, <laughs> would I, put a, I wouldn't I would put, put anything behind Iron Man two. I put it at the front of decent, honestly. Yeah, like, I think I that's. Think I think that's fine. Movie. Yeah, let's go with the front. All right. Like I think it could be argued that it's pretty good. I personally I think it's decent, but yeah. All right. So then after Captain America, we have ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. A good contender Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. There's only like two parts of this movie that I think are really funny. Like the first the one is like when in this movie when he's evolving into the spirit it's like evil dead it's like it does like the claymation morph that like ash does and evil dead too and i think that's cool and then the very 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 end of the movie before it hits credits like uh the little kid like comes back to life and he asks nicholas cage is like uh, did we win and nicholas cage is like fire and it's smoking he's like yes he's like hell yes <laughs> it like zooms into his face <laughs> it's like so hilarious <laughs> it kills me but other than that it's unwatchable <laughs> it's an unwatchable movie. Would you say it's worse than the I first think it's Ghost better Rider? because of how like you know like how much uh Troy loved uh Punisher Warzone. Like like <laughs> you know, that kind of shit. Like it's the same like aesthetic I think as that movie. It's like it's really dark, like gritty, but low budget. And I thought that was kind of a Yeah, very low budget. Very low, very budget. low budget. 
Uh, I never finished this movie. I've tried three times, and I cannot finish this movie. Yeah, I honestly don't think I've even seen this one. So I was not interested. After seeing Ghost Rider 1, I think I was at Comic-Con when they were advertising this movie. And I was just like, dude, I have zero interest in a sequel to Ghost Rider. Oh, man. All right. So now we're moving to 2012 with The Avengers. I say God tier. I still think it's a phenomenal movie. I remember when it came out, like, I saw it for the first time. Like, I really didn't like it. Like, I thought the third act was amazing, and I just thought the first two-thirds of the movie were garbage. And then I liked it a lot more as years went on, and then over the last several years, I've kind of gone back to my original feelings on the movie. Um, For me, I think it's pretty good. I, I don't know. I don't feel like it's aged pretty well. While you're hovering over that, one point I want to make about the original Avengers is it's the worst movie poster in the history of time. Like, as from a Photoshop <laughs> perspective, this shit drives me crazy. If Look up the original <laughs> Avengers uh, movie poster if you want to laugh. Captain America is the size of a building <laughs> in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. I don't know. I'd say it's better than the poster for Ghost Rider. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think about the movie, Justin? Do you think how good do you think uh, it is? I I'd go. I I could go great. I think I might update mine to great. Yeah, because I was like, I, it's hard because I'm trying to separate like the hype of it from like the actual movie because the hype leading up to Avengers was unreal, and you know they've been built. It's it's like. It's like mini in game, you know. Like they were building up to this, and then like finally getting to see all these people together. But I remember really enjoying it and stuff. I think we went to like the midnight showing or whatever for it, and you know I was kind of like sad that you know Hawkeye didn't really have as big a role in it and stuff, you know, since he was bad for eighty percent of the movie, but. But yeah, I would definitely I'd put it in great. I will I will also argue I would want it at the front rate, but because I think Loki actually is a great villain and I think that every appearance of Loki after this, they've tried so hard to be like, Yeah, but he's got a heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a and like this was the only time they literally That's the true. one scene where he's sitting there like and he's like gouging out the dude's eye and everyone's like panicking and he's like legitimately laughing at the panic around him. I was like, damn, this is actually like a sadistic motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and I think that that's something that not just uh, MCU, but like comic book movies have a really hard time letting bad guys, letting good bad guys be bad guys. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked Loki as a villain for Avengers. Cool. All right. Front of the greats. All right. I like that. And following up Avengers, we have at the end of 2012, The Amazing Spider-Man. I There were aspects of the movie that I actually really enjoyed when it first came out. I liked uh, the high school aspect that they did with it. I like Andrew Garfield. I don't really like the skater Peter Parker uh, angle that they went for. Um, uh, I thought it was cool that we finally got to see the lizard. I thought that was, I didn't like the way he looked, yeah. but I I thought like I mean it was cool to see him like whip his tail and shit at Spidey and fight him in the halls of a high school, so like I thought it was I liked this the I actually kind of like the uh, 
the fruit roll-up suit. <laughs> I don't know. Like It was like super fucking shiny, but I thought it was sleek. I thought the chemistry uh, between Peter and Gwen Stacy was enjoyable. Yeah, I think that that was, well, as they were fucking in real life, uh, right? Those yeah, actors. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, you, yeah, you, you'd <laughs> see it on the screen. Um, I thought it was okay. Like, And I have very strong opinions about Spider-Man, and I was like, yeah, it's all right, this is all right, you know? Yeah. So what are we thinking? Decent? Pretty good? I'm fine with decent. Decent? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd put it in decent. I remember seeing it in theaters and I thought it was pretty good. And I agree with you, Tanner. Like I I didn't necessarily care for like the look of Lizard, but I did like the fact that, you know, they at least I guess tried for him as the villain. And of the Amazing Spider Man <laughs> movies, it's definitely the yeah, better oh one. God. Don't you know? So, Don't you know? Okay. <laughs> so. okay. Uh, all right cool yeah it's a decent one it's too bad they they couldn't keep the momentum going there <laughs> uh would would you of put course it before I iron man would, 2? yes every every <laughs> movie in decent in my opinion is gonna go before iron man 2 <laughs> tanner's like write this down because i'm not gonna that tell ain't you changing. again <laughs> uh so then starting 2013 we have iron man 3 I'm the minority here. I'm one of the weirdos that likes Iron Man 3 just because I love Shane Black and it's like we got Lethal Weapon 5 but via a Tony Stark film. <laughs> uh like it's like a horrible Iron Man movie. Uh but and I personally loved the fucking troll that Marvel did on like all of the world with uh Mandarin. <laughs> like I thought that was just like so ballsy at the I, time. I thought it was super shitty that they did that. But also hilarious. Like that is I, just like I, commendable as all hell that they had yeah, the fucking was, stones to yes. do that. <laughs> There's aspects of this movie I like. Like I love the one scene where he doesn't have the suit and he has to like ghetto, like yeah, he's got like, like a gun and shit. Yeah, and like that sort of shows like the whole thing he's been saying is like I am Iron Man. Like even without the suit, like he can still you know Jerry writ some shit and and still have gadgets and stuff. Uh. I, I like that they had aim, um, though they butchered it. Uh, I I yeah. I don't know why they gave Pepper Potts powers. I don't know why it ended with him blowing up all of his suits, uh, knowing that there's a goddamn movie franchise that he was gonna be in. Let's blow up all the suits. I don't. Well, at the time his contract had ended, and uh, they thought they weren't gonna be able to get him anymore. And then he, of course, was like, "Okay, here's two hundred million dollars." And he's like, "Okay, sure." Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they didn't know because yeah, he threw he throws the the arc reactor into the water and all that shit, and is like, "All right, I'm good." But then like he's back at it like next year. <laughs> but uh, like I don't know, I think it's decent. I think it's a decent movie. I refuse yeah. to let you put it in decent before Iron Man two. I'll accept that. That's fine. I've 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 shat on Iron Man two a lot, and I know that it's god tier for you, so I feel bad about it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Honestly, for me, I've watched Iron Man two more than th- like three. For me, I was one. I was pissed that the extremist suit wasn't in this movie, and eighty percent of the movie was just tony with a kid in a garage fucking fixing the suit like it's like dad fixing the car and the kids like holding the flashlight yeah Uh, i mean honestly i would uh, almost say it's watchable i mean my opinion 
I, I I would straight up be willing to put it in watchable. Like I don't. Okay. I'm not. I'm. I don't, I don't have think... hard quarrels about it. Like it's not deep, near and dear to my heart. <laughs> yeah, I'd put it at the front All of right, watchable. Cool. Oh man! All right. So, 2013 next movie, The Wolverine, and this shit was in 3D. <laughs> oh my god! It was. Exactly. And I've forgotten about that Movies because interestingly in enough, I was looking at my uh, Blu-ray of it the other day. I don't know why I picked it up, but it was like this weird because I have this weird like director's cut that was pretty cool, where like it's like gory and like like he'll slice people in blood like splatters everywhere and shit and it's a really fucking sick version of the movie but it's like a four disc set and like the main portion of it's like 3d um i remember i don't remember the movie very well but what i do remember about it is that i thought it was really fucking good the first two thirds and then it became like a generic superhero movie the last third of it and he's fighting like a giant mechanized samurai but the first yeah, like two, like but the first like two thirds of it was like really cool like Japanese like you know movie. Honestly, that's like yeah, the mechanized silver samurai was ridiculous. Um, like and then he like gets his. I, one thing that's always bothered me is he gets his claws chopped off, and then he he regrows his bone claws, but they never like say how he gets animantium claws for the rest of the movies. Um, yeah. But I, I really like it. Honestly, I would say pretty good, or even good, in my opinion, yeah. because those first two-thirds of the movie are... Well, it's like James Mann, old, like Yeah, he's a great filmmaker. Then went on to do yeah. Loten. Like, I think what happened was, uh, as I listened to the director's commentary of Loten, and we can get to that later, um, he talks about the Wolverine, and he said that a lot of... Uh, he wanted to do things a lot differently, specifically with Silver Samurai, uh, like the reason they designed it was so that they could sell toys because yeah. it was a PG thirteen movie, and so it hits you know, see it. And he did not like, like there was a lot of people who were basically forcing you know executives that were forcing their opinions on this movie. So I think it's I think it's pretty. Another cool. interesting thing about the unrated director's cut is at the end of the movie, uh, he, they put Logan on a a mission to go somewhere, which it actually ends up setting up Days of Future's Past, but uh he's on a plane and they give him a briefcase and he opens up and it is the wolverine suit like the comic oh yeah yeah yeah. it's really fucking cool and then you never see him wear it ever again (laughs) he never wears it he just has in his hands but like it looks awesome and then the world never got to see him actually wear it (laughs) but uh i'd say yeah i'd say like i think it's great for me i think i haven't seen it in like 10 years or whenever long it came out I would put it at the end, right? Um, as I, I might have actually seen the version that Tanner's talking about. As I remember seeing that suit, like at the end, like the after credit scene. Um, and I, I really like it. Like, other than one really bad scene, like they do have a uh, like Miracle, and they have like um, what that like the the snake chick. I don't remember her name, but I remember loving that they put her into it. Um, Poison or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really like that movie. Yeah, I I I've been wanting yeah. to give it another rewatch. It's been a long time, but yeah, I I like I like James Mangold. He makes really good movies, so like I'd like to give it a rewatch. But I'm sure it's at the very least great. Yeah, I was like my my one thing that I was hoping with that movie too, since he was like in Japan, I was hoping they were setting up Dakin. Oh yeah, <sighs> but it never happened because I love me some oh, Dakin. Don't we know it? Uh... <laughs> oh man, so. Next, ending 2013, Thor the Dark World. 
I'd give it watchable, I guess. Like, I don't think it's, like, horrible, but I don't think it's good. And I wouldn't watch it again. It's just, like, a really disposable movie. Its purpose is to set up a, an Infinity Stone. A very strange one at that in the film versions. Yeah, it's... Yeah... I was just going to say, out of the three Thor movies, this one's my least favorite, and I think it's also the one I've actually watched the least out of the three. I think it is my lowest MCU movie. Um, I really... I think that's most people's yeah, general consensus. Yeah, yeah it's not. It, very it's a low. total step. It's a total step backwards. It's a really. For them. It's a really disposable movie. Like it's you don't need to watch that shit. So are we in agreement then? It's at like the very end of. That's where I'd put it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna argue that. Uh, next is. Starting 2014, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, For me, I'd put it as at the top of great, personally. Uh, That's my thoughts. First of the Russo brothers, who went on to make many more. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with top of the rate. I I would even argue God's here. It's It's, amazing. It's good. It's great, like, espionage, uh, political thriller. Um, Yeah, it was really well made. Yeah, the the yeah. Hydra aspect was so like the fact that they brought Hydra back, but as a secret society, uh, it I literally I changed movie. the entire cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I for me, I would put it. God I'm okay tier. with God. I definitely yeah, think I'm cool with it. I know yeah. arguments there. I recognize that it's a great movie. Yeah, I for me, yeah, it's definitely like I think top three for sure on like my the Marvel MCU movies and stuff, and it's really good, and the action is still like solid and some of the best. Yeah the the only thing I wish, and this is no critique of the movie at all, is that I wish I didn't know who the Winter Soldier was, yeah. um, because they totally set it up like it's a bit mystery, and I know people who went and saw it and they were like blown away that it was Bucky. And I like the moment they even said the title. I was like, "Oh, it's Bucky," yeah. you know, like. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sure, for them, and I'm sure the that fuck? Troy is really stoked that they went very comics accurate with the look of the character. Yeah, I I love it. Um, yeah, yeah maybe. They're like, next, you're gonna tell me Darth Vader's Luke's dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, next 2014, we have Amazing Spider-Man Unwatchable, Two. Man. I think it's the worst it's really of this bad. entire list. Like, I, I can't even, like, I'll, I could try to argue that watching Jamie Foxx is hilariously bad, but I'll just, I don't want to sit through that again. They I'll do just... a dubstep version of a Launt Hama Spider. Yes. Uh, yes, yes, it's... yes. And here's the thing. I, I, I was kind of laughing at the, the remark about Amazing Spider-Man 1. The love interest, like, was really good with Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. And this one, it's so bad. Yep. It's so like, oh, I love you, but I I have to break up with you. But then I, but then I'm gonna spell your name on the Golden Gate Bridge. But I have to break up with you because it's too hard. But then I'm gonna show up while you're fucking five seconds into an interview and fucking be like, I love you. But it's so like, if I was dating Peter Parton in this movie, I would have fucking killed him. Like it's it's terrible. <laughs> um. Would you put it before Blade Trinity? Personally, I put it behind Hulk. 
I think it is the <laughs> fucking worst movie. I, I'm not. I'm joking. cool with it. I, I'm cool with it. I think it's terrible. The oh, fact there is man, not a single. At least Hulk has that fight scene with the dots, and I can laugh at that. There is not a single fucking redeeming factor about Spider-Man Two. That he, his parents are. Okay, that is one thing actually. The comic accuracy of his parents being uh, secret spies. Um, that is uh, canon. Um, but the way they present it is so bad. Like he has a secret base uh, in the subway or something with, from some token that he he found for the first time. I I hate that movie so much. <laughs> Man. I can't believe that that's actually at the end of Unwatchable. That's pretty surprising. Oh, man. All right. So the next on our list is 2014 X-Men Days of Future Past. I think it's really fucking good X-Men movie. Yeah. I, <laughs> I really I like that movie a lot. I would put it as great. Where is... There it is. Yeah, I remember it being really good because that was the one with like the crazy fucking. This is the one where they like kind of most for the most part fix their in horribly convoluted timeline, and then continued to fuck it up more (laughs) with the sequels. (laughs) Yeah, I I would put at the front of eight. I think it's yeah. I love better than a video. I love that they put it all together, and also I have the the rote cut which has like twenty more minutes, um, where they have this whole. Like side story with Rote, um, trying to like break in with Bobby into like the old mansion. Um, and if you had not seen it, I would definitely give it a watch. I never got around to it, but yeah, I'd forgotten about that, so I'll check that out because it's really fucking great. X Men. Speaking of really great things, also in 2014. Yep, ending 2014 is Guardians of the Galaxy. It's another one for me, like with the original Iron Man where I feel like it was like such a moment in cinema and like the first like 80% are so fucking good. Like it's hard for me to, to stick them so hard with a shitty climax. Like, I don't know. I don't even remember the end of that movie. It ends with a dance off. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's where they have the infinity scene and they all hold hands. And oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it's a great movie. Um, I wouldn't even. I would not argue against it being God tier. I was gonna like, put it in God tier personally. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I think this. I, I think those two movies. I remember watching uh, Winter Soldier and then Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they came out the same year, or at least one year separate from each other. And like those were the movies. I was like, this changes the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like this is the Guardians of the Galaxy. James Young didn't just change like the movies. Uh, I don't know if you ever read Guardians of the Galaxy comic books. Basically, his version of Peter Quill, like they, they he completely changed it. This was not a comic accurate movie at all, and it was so well done that the the comic books basically changed everything about them to to you know mirror this movie and just throw everything beforehand out the window. Yeah, I mean, this arguably too to me has like one of the best soundtracks. Yeah. In oh yeah, all of the yeah, Marvel that, that movies. Uh, yeah, so no disagreements here. Uh, across the board, God tier for Guardians. All right, I am a okay with that. And then moving on to 2015, Avengers: Age of Ultron. I'm sure, you remember my thoughts on Age of Ultron. <laughs> I the first time I saw it, I hated the movie. 
I hated it um, because they did Ultron so dirty. I, I, as a fan of Ultron and his connection with Hank Pym, like I later on have watched the movie and respect how they did it with Tony Stark. And so Ultron's personality has to be different yeah. because he was a child of Tony Stark. Um, and there are, like, I love Wanda. Uh, I, I actually love the first third of this movie where Ultron's like just being started. Yeah. They have that, that awesome party scene. Yeah. Uh, Wanda and Quicksilver as villains was amazing. Um, and then it sort of towards the end, Falls yeah. to shit and beat Hums it's a, a standard movie. For me, it's a decent at best. Yeah, I mean, I would put a little... I love Vision also, and they do sort of hint at uh, Vision and Wanda's like relationship. Uh, and then they, he'll find Quicksilver. Actually, I remember that that got to me, as I liked Quicksilver a lot, and uh, like his relationship with Hawkeye... And then they heal him off. And that was the first time that I think the MCU had the balls to actually heal someone off and not immediately, like, uh, revive them. Well, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I it's a little ironic because we just got Quicksilver the year previous in Days of Futures Past. <laughs> and yeah. so, like, I'm sure they're like, well, fuck, let's just kill this bastard. because. <laughs> well, I think, like, there, there was a deal somewhere where yeah. they're like, all right, you, you can, can have him, but you got to kill him. And we'll have Quicksilver... Um, and that's how it'll be. Yeah, I was like, speaking of Wanda, did you guys watch that trailer for Wanda? I didn't Vision? actually. I did. It was oh, awesome, man. I am, dude. It is so good. It's like it got me so the hyped. Quality is like, that's the thing that I've always been worried about. Like since day one when they announced the TV shows, I wasn't sure like the production value they were gonna do, and it looks like a movie. It look it looks yeah. better than like like oh, uh, yeah, Mandalorian. I'm, I'm very excited for it. Dude, did you see the Easter egg thing that everyone was talking about about it? What? So in the so I know Tanner hasn't seen the trailer, but in the begin in the beginning of the trailer, because it's like shit's like all weird, you know, it looks like an old sitcom, like Leave It to Beaver or like whatever, and it's like black and white, and like Wanda is using her powers and pouring a bottle of wine, and I guess somebody like translated the because it's in French. And someone translated the label on the bottle of wine because it's like Leia whatever, and then it begins like with an M. So it translates to House of M Whoa. on the bottle. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Well, like that is That's genius. what I assumed. <laughs> like I love that attention to detail is amazing. And also the Halloween yeah. costume for Vision. Vision mm-hmm. dressing as Vision in his own Halloween costume is more comic book accurate than the real vision from the MCU. Uh yeah, no, it looks awesome. Uh, so watch that trailer when you get a chance, Tanner. Will do. Unless you're against trailers, yeah. which is also perfectly fine. I'm on and off about them. I just I don't particularly care for those live action characters, so I just didn't really care. I didn't have any interest in the show, so I didn't watch the trailer. But all right, so back to Avengers though. Would we put Avengers: Age of Ultron before Thor? Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm fine. I'm. <laughs> You're like, that's fine. You're like, it's fine. Ooh, 2015, Ant-Man. Ant-Man? Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I think it's, like, decent, pretty good, somewhere in that range. Like, I... Yep. It's a I middle ground. I like a lot of it. Yeah, I really like the... Fr- like, I honestly like the first Ant-Man better than Ant-Man and Wasp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 
I think it was, yeah, I would say. I pretty, think visually pretty. it was really cool. I think it, I've never gotten over the whole Edgar Wright debacle with that movie, and like they, we would have gotten an incredible piece of cinema if they let him. The thing is, though, like I still think we ended up with a good product, and it works better. I would love for what they're trying to do because you know all the movies got to match, and that's how they're going for it. I would love to see like a timestamp. Like, has you can see a lot of Edgar Wright in that yeah, movie. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would love to know, like. I know the whole shit happens, you know, behind the scenes, but I really feel like it's one of those situations where I bet Edgar Wright had like eighty percent of the movie is his movie, and someone just aimed to like you know snip in at couple scenes. Uh, I, I yeah, I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm down with that. All right. I was like, then ending twenty fifteen. Unwatchable. We have the. The reboot of Fantastic Unwatchable, Four. let's move on. We don't need to spend any time on this. <laughs> it is very unwatchable. I would put it behind uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 for the worst fucking movie on this list, and that's my personal opinion. But I I will... Yeah, I'll, I'm fine with that. Uh, because one thing that really pissed me off about the movie was that they, the, they took the shit in the trailer that was the best scene in the and trailer. And they're not in the movie! And it's not in the movie. The only good like, parts. They have it like on a computer screen in the movie like yes. someone else is watching yes. the trailer or it's something. It's so fucking wild. Yes. All right. And that's all you need to say. Also, it's <laughs> 85 minutes long and Doom doesn't show up until minute 80. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my thing, my main complaint about was they butchered my boy. Oh, dude. yeah, they did, like, boy. They, I mean, they gave him like some fucking elven lied powers. He has like metals. I was like, what the fuck is any of well, this? Well, I was excited. Uh, like also in the trailers, like I was actually excited for this movie. We had a CG thing, and yeah, Doom was like set up to have uh, some, you know, let very connection that he was gonna have powers, you know, like that I assumed he would learn or something, and they just completely throw it all out the window. Yeah. Yeah, I never even saw, like, any sort of... I watched a shitty cam of it, and that's the only version I ever watched of it. And I was like, that's fine. I don't need to watch any better version of this movie. Yeah, it's really bad. But now, 2016, we're getting to some good stuff again. Deadpool. You know, a game changer uh, for comic yeah, book movies. I think it's, you know, great. Really high up, top great, I think. Yeah, I would definitely put it in great. It was really good. Ryan Reynolds yeah, was like, passed. that was one of, Ryan Reynolds was the one redeeming thing from X-Men Origins yeah, Wolverine. until they sewed his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, until the end. Yeah, But so. the, I feel like that even redeemed itself by him acknowledging and like basically acknowledging the fact that that was like fucking stupid and making fun of it in Deadpool. Yeah. Oh yeah, great movie, great movie. Yeah, and it has Stan, like, one of my favorite Stan Lee cameos where he's the DJ at a strip club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was like, then after that, we have Captain America Civil War. I think this one's also great. Borderline, you know, God tier, maybe? I don't know. Uh, So for me, if I have to do an MCU list, it is number one. I fucking i've watched this movie more than any other movie i could go on this list i could go god tier um, honestly it's really fucking yeah, good I, the introduction of both uh mcu spidey and black panther like fuck like black panther <laughs> wait 
I I honestly this entire we had we had talked two hours about this movie. I fucking love it. I love the connection of Tony Stark. It's, it's not how accurate at all. I'll just yeah. throw that right out the window. Yeah, Zemo. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Zemo. I still liked him, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see what they do in the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Is he supposed to be the villain? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they did have. It, I also I I will listen to a lot of directors commentary. They did have the mask and in the end in the bunker he was supposed to have a sword and there was supposed to be a a full-fledged sword fight and they just figured it didn't fit the theme of the movie i think that's a good call yeah (laughs) but i love the red herring where the whole movie you see all these flashbacks and it's supposed to be like narratively it's setting up for oh a bunch of winter soldiers like you know which all those people are the stuntmen for the rest of the MCU, actually, that's a little hidden Easter egg that they gave the stuntmen for Captain America and Black Widow. The the Russian soldiers, those are the stuntmen for the other characters, which I love. Uh, but yeah, they they set it up, and the real like plot is that Winter Soldier killed Tony Stark's parents, and I just, dude, I yeah. love I love this movie. That was it's, great. That was great. Yeah, no arguments. Oh yeah, there's no question. It's a god tier entry. Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah. Oh man. All right. So then, man, how far have we fallen though from 2016? Then we go to X Men. Yeah, Apocalypse. I want to go ahead and say unwatchable for me. <laughs> yeah, God, dude, fucking Apocalypse looks like some like knock off ivan and that's the thing is like you cast oscar isaac and then you put him in this shit and just he can't fucking move and he looks like ivan ooze and it's just like preposterously stupid like i fucking hate this movie so much (laughs) i would rather watch the last stand i'd rather watch wolverine origins like any fucking x-men movie you name it, I will watch it over this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I will. Uh, I'll double that, and I just want to throw on another upsetting fucking Dark Phoenix bullshit. <laughs> they have to throw in for no reason, with no setup whatsoever. Jean Ray uh, has to um, become the Phoenix to take on Apocalypse. I fucking hated it. I think that they ruined Storm. I think they did a really bad job introducing her. I, I hated. They did some really weird shit with Art Angel um, that I did not like. I I agree. This is a terrible movie. Trying to fight us, Justin? <laughs> no, no, no. It's definitely unwatchable. I was trying to honestly contemplate whether I'd rather watch Silver Surfer. I would definitely rather watch Silver Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah. yeah, all right. I would almost say, like, throw it behind the Ghost Rider movie. I would agree with that as well. Honestly, I would. All right, yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, yeah. Nah, all right. You're I, going a little too far. Wolverine <laughs> Origins is also fucking terrible. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, pump the brakes here. All right, so then after Apocalypse, we have 2016 Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, I think it's pretty good like really high pretty good top of the pretty goods for me at, or the bottom of greats i guess but I, I feel like it's like it's got all the elements and i i visually speaking it's really cool i feel like there's a lot of christopher nolan and scott derrickson's vision there like it looks very inceptiony in a lot of spots of it i just fucking yeah for- love the climax of this movie i love the final battle of minds of wits instead of like a punchy finale so i fucking love that aspect 
I yeah, for... did not like this movie, actually. Um, like, I thought it was decent. So this is sort of when we were talking about Iron Man and we are talking about how it's the blueprint for all these other movies. It literally is Iron Man with magic. Like, it's yeah. uh, some really rich, sophisticated person has some sort of accident and, and uh, goes to another faraway country. Uh, he, like, he eats some, you know, he eats... Iron Man builds his suit. Uh, Doctor Strange builds his knowledge of the mystic arts. The nemesis is an evil version of himself, uh, like a cautionary tale. Uh, it's the same as Ant-Man also. I thought the visuals were right. Like, don't get me wrong. I love looking at that movie. I love watching it in Fort Hay. But the plot is, is it's just basic. Justin, it's very, are you, you know, willing yeah. to come down to a pretty good? I know how much you love Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, well, I do love him. Well, he pl- he does play a great asshole, and I, that's why he plays such a great asshole. And Doctor Strange like is an asshole in the beginning, and that's why I don't think it should be hit on the fact that like his origin is similar to Iron Man because it is comic book relevant. That is his origin is it is very similar to Iron Man I mean, in that aspect. Let me also say this: like I remember the trailers for this movie. I remember Heaven Fight E being like, "This is not an origin story." Like the trailers, like set it up to where it's gonna be like this really cool multiple timeline, multiple dimensions, like, like, and yeah, there is a time aspect, but like, also literally, he's told like, don't fuck with the time stone. There's terrible, you know, consequences. What's the first thing he does? Fuck with the time stone, you know, like basically he's told throughout the movie by uh you know what's her face the the ancient one hey don't do this 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 he does this 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 has no consequences against him uh i don't know i thought it was like a very basic movie and we were promised something a lot better that's also why i maybe hold uh hold it a little bit lower because i thought we were gonna get some crazy awesome movie and maybe we'll get that for the sequel but uh yeah i just I don't really care for it. I don't even rewatch it when I rewatch all the Avengers movies, like for a new one. I skip Doctor Strange. Oof. Because, yeah, that was one of the big things for me was the ending was like so good. The fact that he could, he literally couldn't win. So it's like by just redoing time, he basically just like won by like not giving up basically and just kept redoing it over and over i also you want to complain about alatus being a giant fucking cloud what was the fuck in that dormammu all right they did the exact same thing as alatus where they made him a giant wavy fucking cloud instead of a dude with a at least he had a face (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, he was like easily four clouds troy what do you crying about oh yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry fucking small over there uh fucking um yeah i don't know i mean whatever i don't hear that much i just i didn't really like the movie are you down for pretty good justin can you meet it pretty good or is it gonna pain you too much all right i'll put it front of pretty good okay because i do like it and i i am hoping that in the sequel there is more like multiple multiple dimension stuff but I love the fact that, you know, especially like we'll eventually get to in game and stuff, but basically where they say that Strange is like the best of them or whatever, and it's like he is he's the sorcerer supreme. Well that's the thing, and- yeah. We will yeah, we'll get to, to Infinity War. That's also what I was hoping for, and we never get that either in this movie. Like 
Yeah, uh, okay, the end was clever. Don't get me wrong. It was a very clever ending. But he also doesn't really do shit the entire movie. He just opens up the time stone like three times. Like he doesn't really have a lot of... And opens a portal. Like he's not really the Sorcerer Supreme. But they give it to him well, as he's the last man standing. You know? like. <laughs> Dude, I did hear in the sequel that supposedly Brother Voodoo is supposed to be in it. And I'm excited for that because I do love some voodoo. So next up, 2017, Logan. God tier. Yeah, yeah, without question. I would honestly put it the front of God tier. I love this movie. Really? Oh, man. I don't don't know if I can put it at the front of God tier. What's your opinions of the movie? I mean, I thought it, it is good. And I do love some old man Logan, like, type stuff. It's just... I don't know. It's like I I don't know if I could put it in front of Winter Soldier. That's my thing. Like So when we were talking about the Wolverine and I was talking about the the James Manuel uh director's commentary, also why he had to fight so hard to get this rated R. And it wasn't for the titties or the blood. It was so that he could have 20 minute lawn scenes with Lowen talking to Professor S about like dementia and eating old and like it actually is you take out, you know, the fact that there you have twenty years of this character, twenty years of, you know, um uh his relationship with Ian whatever his name is, and Stuart Patrick, god damn it. Uh like <laughs> Patrick Stewart you know, whatever. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Yeah damn Hampton of Star Trek, alright, I don't care, but hard. Um like, it is just a phenomenal movie. It's so good. And I love every single person. I thought uh, the, the the little girl that plays that is 23. Her breakout role, she'll never do anything as good as that. Um, I, the villains, I, I loved every aspect of this. There is not a single thing that I think anyone is say bad about this movie, and I would agree with them. It's also a really sick black and white cut of the movie, too. I know. Yes. I know. I know. I have that, too. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to leave it right where it is for now, and then right. we can, at the end, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, we can we can revisit the god tiers at the end. All right, uh, now, 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I really enjoy Volume 2. Like, I think it's high on pretty good for me, or bottom of great. I think, honestly, and this is an unpopular opinion, I think it's the second one has a better soundtrack than the first one. I agree. Actually, I I like the plot of Guardians two even better. Um, the whole like connection with his father, like yeah, yeah whatever. Eo, not Hamid, another not Hamid appropriate movie. Yeah, but he's Kurt but, fucking Russell. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's a really good movie. I love the soundtrack. I love like the themes of it too. Like not just yeah. does Chris Pratt like literally he literally comes to his Eo. Like thinking he's better than the rest of the Guardians, you know? Like, oh man. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm so yeah. happy that you love this movie because, like, I feel like I'm the only one that's ever championed for it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's low on a lot of people's lists, and I I don't know why. Um, and I like that it's separate. Like, honestly, almost nothing in this movie has to do with the MCU. Yeah. Um, and I like that, like, so many sequels, like you know, especially something like the first Guardians when it's such a fucking huge hit. 
that where you make the same movie again, but James Gunn didn't do that. It's like here's a completely different fucking movie with these so, characters. Uh, apparently, like he had to fight tooth and nail. Disney had to buy the rights to use Ego, and the only reason he would uh, do the sequel was so that he could have Eo because literally before the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie came out, like during test screenings and like some art shows and stuff, he knew it was gonna be a huge hit. And him, uh, Dave Batista and Chris Pratt, like all got together and they were like, We're friends, like we cannot let this change us. This is gonna catapult all of our careers in a way it's never been. Like we cannot like let the EO get the better of us. And that's when he started writing the script. So, like, the theme of it, if James Gunn is Chris Pratt in these movies, like, it literally is a metaphor for him handling the fame that he was going to have after directing the movie. And I, I just love that aspect of it, too. Yeah, I think it's really good. I think it deserves a lot more cred than it gets, for sure. Yeah, dude, as far as, like, sequels go and stuff, I mean... I thought it was great. I still, for me personally, I still like one a little bit more than two. But I pretty much, anytime I watch one, I pretty much immediately watch two right after. Yeah. So we're in agreement. (laughs) It's a great movie. Yeah. I will attest to that. And then 2017 also brings us Spider Man Homecoming. I love Homecoming, man. I love actually both the MCU Spidey movies, I think they're really good. Um, I don't know how I want to rank it. Like, I think it's really good, borderline god tier. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I I'd be willing to put it at the front of rate, even yeah. or or after Days of Future Past. I don't really care. Um, I loved it too. I think it's better than Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider Man. I think they like actually captured Peter Parker finally uh, as a high school student. Um. Yeah, I love it. And I love Vulture, too. Michael Keaton as Vulture is so good. Michael Keaton movie. is just so good in whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's never bad. Oh, he was in that shitty too, Tim like... Burton Dumbo movie, but he wasn't bad. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I did love also that his character was a Vulture. Like, he's the Vulture, but he literally was scavenging. Like, yes. And for the first time ever, they sort of go back to the Avengers and they sort of say, it's like, so fucking you know. Cool that the superheroes aren't as good as they seem. And I love the inclusion of Tony Stark in it because it does sort of villainize Tony Stark. And there's that one awesome scene where he, like, uh, Miles Heaton's talking to Spider-Man and he's, like, saying, like, hey, man, don't you get it? Like, they think they're better than us. Like, me and you, we grew up on the street. Like, don't you get it? Like, it doesn't matter how good of a person you are. They're never going to see you as your equal. You're always going to have to fight harder than them. And I... I just love that aspect of like the villain literally trying to reach out to Peter Parker and make him a villain instead of just some standard whatever bad guy monologue speech. Yeah. Tom Holland's the best Peter Parker, no doubt. Like that kid rocks it. He knows how to play that character. And and that also let's not forget that Donald Glover had a cameo as Aaron Davis, and that's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and that's what I really liked about Vulture too was the fact that. I like that they decide not to go, like, the mutant route, like, with him. But the fact that his, like, suit wasn't hokey. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, very tastefully 
done. It wasn't like Silver Samurai, Mecha, whatever and bullshit. And they, uh, like, they also gave a, a quick well little uh, little spout for our boy Shocker in that movie as well. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah. And they even hint to having Scorpion. Yeah, Scorpion like, is I, in the movie, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they like listed the majority of the Sinister Six and shit. Yeah, so, it, so really fucking well made. Fucking... Really, re- another great like high school movie. Way better than Amazing Spider-Man. I think they both did it good, but Homecoming, obviously, like god tier or not god tier for this list but like as far as like live action spideys go they knocked out of the park yeah and i love also just i know we're moving on but i love that he is a friendly neighborhood exactly yes like yes you literally see him in neighborhoods in the movie (laughs) yeah like like the the part where he like uh like he's like just sitting there eating a churro or something they're like hey spider-man do a flip and he does it like that's what (laughs) spider-man would do. oh yeah also iron man's in this movie i forgot about that (laughs) yeah like tony stark and iron man's in it and that's fucking cool <laughs> and they do like so I, I know we didn't bring it up but to go back to um what happened in civil war i love that civil war kind of retcons the end of iron man 3 and uh like he says like pepper and him are on a break and like he says because he even though he threw away all of his suits he couldn't stop himself from doing it again and again and again and then in spider-man homecoming they sort of like really retconned again so that him and Pepper are back together and that he's like in a, a healthier place in his life. Like I really like that. Here's the thing. I love Tony Stark in every movie that's not Iron Man. Like afterwards, yeah. like what they do with Tony Stark is so good yeah. and like, yeah, respectful to the character. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, fucking love it. Really good. Oh. 2017 is a pretty banger year for Marvel here. Yeah, dude, I was like, speaking of which, we are ending 2017 with Thor Ragnarok. Um, I love Taika Waititi, um, and I think the movie's fun as just a goofy comedy. Uh, I think, visually speaking, I, you know, I love really colorful and bright shit, but the movie itself is just like 100% green screen and a little goofy for me to watch in aspects of it. Like, I feel like it's kind of a betrayal of the characters, like, as far as, like, where we'd seen them up to that point, because then it just goes, like, really bonkers Three Stooges level ridiculous with Thor from here on out, but, like, I enjoy it, and I think it, like, it definitely revitalized the character, at least for the actor and for the audience, but, like, it's pretty fucking goofy, but, I don't know, I think it's fun. I, this is one of the movies that a lot of people like more than me, I think... There are, I enjoy it, but I don't love it the way everybody loves it. There are it. so many things about this. Like, yeah, it's fun. Like, I will say it is fun. I love that Doctor Strange is in it. That's when we finally see Doctor Strange like actually being a boss. You know, yeah. um, I love the relationship. Now that I've gotten past Loki not being a bad guy, I love the relationship with uh, Loki and Thor. It's really fun. It's like they are brothers. Um, and they do. It's it's a plan. It's the closest thing we'll ever get to a Planet Hulk movie, yeah. you know. Which, <laughs> yeah. But there's so much about this movie. I think it's not a good movie. I think the pacing's really weird. I don't like Hell. Is Hella is really like just thrown into the movie for no reason. It's very like, um, like for how many movies have they set up that Asgard is this like Amish? paradise in space and then out of nowhere they're like by the way rich white people are the devil uh oh, yeah and odin also is just like yeah fuck it 
Like the whole movie's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm I, I'm out. Whatever. Yeah, everybody like, gave, everybody gave a shit. <laughs> I think they CGI'd his eye, eye patch. Every time I see this movie, I'm convinced that he refused to. That he pulled a Wesley Snipes and he refused to wear an eye patch and it looked CGI'd on. Like I'm not joking. Yeah. Like rewatch the movie. I I agree with Tanner. It's all green screen. It's not like really pleasant on the eyes. Um, like yeah, it's visually cool, but like when you watch it, it's kind of disorienting on some. Like the thing is that the CG like on the Hulk is amazing, and then you have like the CG of like the the like the guns that zombies, they're using, <laughs> really. like the the zombie skeletons, yeah. and it looks like so bad. It looks like so bad in comparison. So I mean, like I honestly would put this in decent more than pretty good. As there's so many things about this movie that aren't very good. I think with TD, Chris Hemsworth, and Jeff Goldblum had a lot of fun making it, but I don't think it's a very good movie. Um, that's my opinion. Yeah, I'd be down with the top of decent or the bottom of pretty good. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, I would. I'd be fine with either the end of pretty good or front of decent. Um, it's one where it's like I've watched it a couple times, and. It is a lot funner and stuff, but I kind of have, like, the same, like, kind of gripes about it. Like, I feel like they forced a lot of comedy, like, into it and stuff, like, more than they really needed to and stuff. And I I did kind of like the fact, though, that they did involve Hulk in it since, you know, to this point, like, Hulk, you know, we were never going to get another, like, actual Hulk movie or Planet Hulk as much as I would like that and stuff. So the fact that they kind of, like finagled it around that where like hulk was like kind of like a main character in the movie was pretty cool but yeah i'm fine putting it up at the front of decent i think i would rather watch it over captain america yeah okay cool all right so now rolling into 2018th wakanda black panther i think this is a garbage movie I knew it. I knew fucking Troy was going to shit all over this movie going into it. I'll let you, uh, I mean, I'll let you say your piece. But this is that movie that I will straight up fucking argue is not a good movie. I don't even know what to say because I don't really feel like I need to argue anything here. (laughs) Like, it's like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, all right, then let me say my piece. All right. Yeah. Civil War introduces Black Panther. He basically steals the fucking show. He's a badass Terminator. He makes no fucking jokes. He has a badass suit. He like his lines are some of the best lines in the entire movie. And they teach him a great lesson. He goes from like prince to king. He like learns not to deal with vengeance and vendetta and like has personal responsibility. And then they basically throw all of that away. He's like writing fucking stupid jokes. There's so many dumb dumb fucking jokes in black panther like what are those like that's so fucking stupid i he was such a badass fighting in civil war like his choreography he did like that triple hit shit and they throw all of his fighting ability out the window and in black panther he just he collects energy and then blasts it out hit this the suit cg looks terrible um and they and i didn't get to the best part they fucking T'Challa isn't even the main heir to this fucking movie. They make Hillmonter more in depth and more well rounded than the fucking title character of this movie. They they make you root for the bad guy and not even like 
I didn't even like him. I thought he was a fucking terrorist, right? Like, I'm not trying to get into politics or anything like that, but he was, he was Hitler level. He wanted to basically invade the entire fucking world with, with weapons and kill everyone. And then the movie doesn't even like fucking, they kill him. And the child's like, well, I didn't bring you back to life. You know, you weren't that bad at guy. Yeah. Like you gotta, you know, I'm sorry that my dad killed your dad, you know, but, uh, you know, um, let, let's be friends. Even though you murdered multiple people, you, you, you up, up thrones me. Uh, but you know what? I won't even have a, a good line like the end of fucking Civil War where he's like, you know, I, vengeance has consumed you. I'm done letting it consume me, you know, or the living's not done with you yet. He's just like, um, I am bring you back if you want. And then Hillmar is the best line where he's like, throw me in the fucking ocean. Fuck you. And it's like, I don't know. They, they just take probably the greatest setup to a character ever. T'Challa has is treated like on a fucking pedestal for civil war and then they treat him like fucking trash in his own movie and i i i'm so sad that we won't get you know a different black panther movie um you know it's it's terrible news but i think this is a fucking trash movie justin where do you end on the spectrum dude i honestly think black panther is great like i like listening to troy like I'll admit, yeah, like, at the end, towards the end of the movie when he's, like, getting hit with a bunch of shit, he is using this, like, suit blast feature a lot, but, like, the the line, the corny lines or whatever that Troy's, like, he didn't even say that shit, that was, like, his sister. I, I, don't, like, I feel like the set decoration is incredible, I think, like, Killmonger, I love that aspect because he's the fucking best villain of the MCU, like, he's, like, He's got, I mean, yeah, he's a monster, but also, like, he's got some relevant points. Like, Wakanda's doing some really fucking bad shit in a lot of ways there. So, like, I feel like the emotional aspect there is really well. Also, good uh, one thing to point out, this is the only uh, MCU slash uh, superhero film ever nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> uh, I love Ryan Coogler, who made the movie. He made uh, Fruitvale Station and um, Creed. Which are both really fucking good. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I definitely agree with you about the CGI. I think the CGI in the climax of the movie is horrible. When Killmonger and Black Panther are fighting each other, like, it's, like, really bad CG in that particular scene. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, the score is incredible. And the uh, Kendrick Lamar made uh, accompanying soundtrack, which has nothing to do with the fucking movie, is is amazing. <laughs> but uh, only one song is in the movie, and it's in the credits. But uh, but uh, that that's neither here nor there. Um, but it, the cultural impact as well has also changed cinema. Um, so you say it's great. Troy says it's unwatchable. I say it's God tier. I don't know how to average this out. <laughs> I mean, I'm honestly, I, I want to put it in great. Like, I think it is a great movie. I was like, is this the hill you're going to die on, Troy, fighting this movie? Like, dude, I don't feel like if both of you love it, I can't make you put it any lower than right. But I, like. Can it at least like, go ahead whole, of cultural, Wolverine and Blade uh, too? Cultural <laughs> aspects aside, like, is that's the thing. Like, I, you cannot say a movie's good or bad purely based on what it does for the fan base. No, I just or, meant like the impact movie like we talked about Iron Man changed yeah. cinema. This is another like, I, I just uh 
I don't know, man. Like, and that's the thing too. Hillmonter is so uh, well done that it just upsets me that the title character is not given the same level of respect because never once in the movie does anyone acknowledge that Hillmonter has done anything wrong. Like he, that's because of their guilt. Is evil. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, like, you can still say he's a fucking mass murdering psychopath. You know, yeah. like, well, I mean, he still got murked. Not, like <laughs> Matt Nito. No one ever is like Matt Nito. I know, you know, Nazis suck and the Jews were treated badly. But, you know, like, I, they still acknowledge that he's a fucking villain. Like, I don't think they ever even acknowledge that Hillmonter is a villain. Like, and they kill off Claw, which I think is he's a phenomenal, uh, he's a Phenomenal addition to MCU. I think he was done very poorly in Age of Ultron. I loved his addition in Black Panther. And they kill him off for virtually no reason at all. And, like, the plot, too. It's like, all right, well, if you could have just went to fucking Wakanda from day one, why didn't you? Like, you have a rightful blood claim to challenge the king. Then what the fuck was this entire plot if you could have just done that from day one and challenged him and whooped his ass? You know, like that—that's also another aspect I don't really love. I, I don't know. I just—I feel that well, a lot of people love this movie, and like with rose-colored glasses, like they don't acknowledge all the things about it that I think make it not a good movie. Mainly, T'Challa is not even the secondary character. Hillwanter's the main character, and I think that a lot of people are even even more respect than T'Challa in his own movie. Well, I was going to say for the why didn't he just go to Wakanda since he had the right. I'm pretty sure the reason he didn't was because he didn't know where Wakanda yeah. was. But the one dude did. Who? So he like worked with it. the dude who stole the adamantium claw. Yeah, they, they were together in the first scene. So like. Yeah. So then he had, did, the, he had the. But, but he like wanted to earn Claw's trust or whatever. And then he like betrayed him and then basically forced him to tell him where it was. So I think that's why he like wanted to get close to Claw. So we'll settle towards the end of great. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was like, I wish it was higher, but I know Troy wishes it was yeah, lower. I wish so. it was higher too, but I mean, he's made some good points. And yeah. like the averaging between an unwatchable and and uh and that uh, will definitely keep it in the great area. All right, so then moving on, in 2018, we have Avengers Infinity War. I think, man, I don't know how to rank the last two Avengers movies. I like them both. Um, I don't know which I like better. Um, I liked Infinity War a lot uh, when it first came out. I haven't watched it probably in a couple years, uh, but uh, it had a good impact at the time at least. I like it a lot. Um, I I really like this movie. I think that uh, it's like in my top three for the MCU movies. Um, I think like Thanos is not how accurate. I'll just say that, but like they do a great job yeah. making you like understand his story. Like really, the the main he's the main character of the movie. Yeah, you know, and uh, I love what they do with um, Captain America and stuff like him with a beard let's just be honest Chris Evans with a beard like, yeah baby yes uh, uh, I uh, uh, yeah 
uh, I thought, you know what I really love? I love movies where the bad guy wins at the end. Like, I, even though it's like intentional in this aspect, because you know there's gonna be a follow up movie. But it's like I love it. Like, like Empire Strikes Back. Like the heroes lose. They like I love those kinds of endings because it's not what you always get. Well, yeah, dude. I remember, you know, when opening weekend everyone went and saw it like everyone was blown away that literally half the avengers die at the end of the movie like nobody was expecting that i mean there's no sense of like bated breath though i mean like black panther just came out like three months later made a billion dollars and then he like dies in the movie so it's like i mean obviously we're not gonna get another black panther movie that's not funny i didn't mean it as a joke but uh (laughs) like yeah, like at that point, you, there's no, you know, there there's gonna be another Spider-Man movie and there's gonna be another Black Panther movie. So like those didn't really have any sort of impact to me, like because yeah. it's like I will say, yeah, I mean, you you knew they were gonna come back, but it was still a shock to but me. But like the deaths, yeah, the deaths all. in Endgame were meaningful because like you believe them. Well, see, so here's the thing: like Infinity War, I remember at least with my friends, we had a death pool going on who we thought would die. As we knew that the snap was going to happen. Well, we all assumed it would be Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, as we assumed that those characters would be the ones going. And then, you know, the rest of the Avengers universe would carry on the rest of the movies. So it was kind of a... Like, the snap happened. I knew the snap was going to happen. I think you guys knew the snap was going to happen. You knew that people were going to die, but... It then being all the originals, the brand new characters was kind of a, a shot. Like, yeah, I knew they were coming back, but it doesn't. Like, that's the thing. Also, I do want to point out, I like we can understand and respect. Like, oh yeah, we knew they were coming back. There's some people that hate that because they're like, well, I fucking knew Spider Man would come back. So well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like moment. no shit. Well, it's like, yeah, but also this movie isn't just for you, you fuckhead. You know, yeah. like I remember. Also, they violently kill Loki in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I, when I saw it at midnight, there was a little kid next to me. He was fucking crying when they kill Loki, like, fucking ten minutes into the Which movie. Which goes back Not to what you were talking about earlier. They need to stop making Loki such a good guy, a hero good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which they then, in then and bring him back. I think Loki's died, like, five fucking times. Yeah, in now he's going to have his own show. <laughs> yeah, but... uh. Yeah, I, I like the little kids. Like I, I don't care that Spider Man was coming back. That scene still fucking rips me. Yeah, it's great. He's like, I don't feel too good, Mister. Yeah. And then when you leave the theater and you hear these little kids be like, like, why the fuck is Spider Man dead? Like verbatim. Yeah. Uh, like it, it, it still as its own movie. I think yeah. isn't incredible. Yeah, definitely near the top of greats for sure. I mean, I might even put it at the front of greats myself yeah i would i would put it at the front of race i do want to say one thing also uh another reason why black panther is useless all right is you can watch (laughs) civil war to infinity war and nothing in black panther matters at all like pretty well much like you would watch the end of civil war and then watch infinity war and it it lines up perfect as it was the russo's vision for the character just just throwing it out there all right (laughs) I will leave Black Panther alone moving forward, all right? <laughs> well, there, we have nothing to discuss about him moving forward because he doesn't do anything. Um, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Good movie, Infinity War. 
Definitely. Rolling on with 2018, we move on to Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Um, I don't really remember much of it, TVH. Like, I haven't seen it since it came out, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I would, I would put it in pretty good. I mean, as far as sequels go, like, I thought the humor and stuff of it was still really they did a much better stuff, uh, like, juggernaut in that movie than in the yeah. last stand <laughs> yeah think... uh the little kid he was with was pretty fucking funny at his like his prison yeah. wallet and stuff like they had a lot of really good moments yeah. and stuff the visually uh, i the think whole... like cable looked cool like it was kind of yeah. an odd yeah, the... like version of him but i love josh brolin and he was kind of already doing thanos at the same time so it's like yeah he had to do something there the whole scene where Deadpool's assembling a team and stuff, and then like they all end up oh, yeah, like, dying fucking, within like the first uh, five minutes Brad of the Pitt. mission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, it's like it's not the most memorable, but it was definitely a good follow up. Hopefully, we get more Deadpool at some point <laughs> with the yeah, Disney no Flint and Bill. Who knows? I mean, Ryan Reynolds is like almost a billionaire now, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, but I think he he doesn't do it for the money like yeah he just enjoys the the character but ryan reynolds has become like this like voice guy you know it's like pikachu and then like all these commercials he's doing and like animated movies it's like he's like all about that like that snappy voice dialogue banter that he does it's like become like his shit now which is fine i mean he's a fucking god at it this is this is meaningless but yeah deadpool 2 is uh, (laughs) is a pretty decent movie yeah so would you put it? In pretty I'd say good? pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember enough about yeah. it to give it a high rating or not. I've only seen it like one and a half times or something. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It came out with like three versions of it in the theaters. I remember. That's right. They had the they, Once they, Upon a Deadpool uh, later on. Yeah, they had a Christmas, Christmas version, which was basically just the movie for kids with a Princess Bride like frame added to it. And um, they t- and then they had the director's hut or something like that, like. It wasn't the director's cut. It was something that was like supposed to be more R-rated. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's a really fun movie. All right. And then rolling into 2018, too, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Meh. I don't know, man. I've seen it twice. It's pretty forgettable. I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you much about it. Its sole purpose is to set up a plot point in Endgame. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, the thing, so I love Ghost in the comics, and it really, that's, I think, what irked Speaky, like, Troy always, like, rips on him for, like, not whatever the comic, I'm pissed that Ghost wasn't, like, in the comics, like, I don't even care that they switched, like, the sex, the fact that, like, Ghost in the comics is, like, this gross, like, dude who, like, basically the suit is, like, his skin, and he never takes it off, so he, like, fucking stinks and stuff, and he's, like, kind of fucking demented and stuff and this person i was just like man they butchered ghost for me which kind of ruined the whole movie for me uh i I mean i have i honestly have no opinion on this movie it was it was fun um but i don't think i've watched it yet i'd put it at the front of watchable or towards the back of decent like i mean I feel it, like it's un- it oh, borderline unfair to give it watchable, but it's just not special. It's just like a throwaway movie, like like uh, the Dark World, if you will. Yeah, and like commenting on the Ed or Wright stuff from the first movie, like there's none of that in this, mm-hmm. so you can tell there's a bit difference when they try to 
emulate it, but they can't they can't capture the same feeling. Yeah, and then ending twenty eighteen, Venom. Venom for me is like <laughs> unwatchable, but like I would give it watchable solely because Tom Hardy is giving it his all, being absolutely bonkers in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, he is super fun to watch. I actually like this movie a lot. I actually bought this movie um, because I it's not what I want it to be. Like, I'm not going to say it's a good movie by any stretch, but it's fun. It's really fun to watch. And it was nice to see something that wasn't uh, the Marvel formula, as I think, I don't know, like on the list. We've been doing a lot of Marvel movies, and this one at least sort of. this. If anything, it reminded me of Blade and early X-Men and stuff like that where it wasn't very good but like at least it was different. For me it reminds me of uh Daredevil and Fantastic 4. Like it like I feel <laughs> like it was if it came out in 2004 or 2005, it would have blown my fucking mind. I would have thought I was yeah. the greatest yeah, goddamn. Exactly. I would have thought it was amazing 16 years ago. But like in it in 2018, like I thought it was trash. Like I don't know, Justin, your thoughts? I th- you you're probably middle ground here. I feel like you probably thought it was decent. like I I thought it was okay and stuff. I mean, we're on we're getting a sequel with Carnage, so well, it made a uh, lot of money. So no, yeah, I mean, and I know it was supposed like they were they were working on like a Venom movie was announced back in like fucking two thousand nine, like um. I, but yeah, I would put it as watch. I would honestly watch it before I'd watch Iron Man three again. Okay. So, so what do you want to put it in? Put it, decent. Um, I mean, I could put it at the end of decent, or I would put it like towards the front of watchable. That's where I'd put it. But Troy really likes it, so let's put it at the. Well, end Han, of do decent. you do you what do you think is better than Iron Man two? Uh, I would rather watch Iron Man two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, then that's where it stays watchable. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was like full stop. Right, so I'll then... give me Iron Man two for sure. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch Mickey Rourke and his bird like all day. <laughs> so man, we're approaching the end here of the final five. Twenty nineteen Captain Marvel. Uh, for me, man, that's like borderline unwatchable, but probably a watchable. Like, I've tried to watch it. Like, I've seen it technically, I think, like, almost three full times. And I've never enjoyed it in any of those three times. I thought it was really bland. And I don't like... I love Brie Larson. I hate her performance as Carol. I think she's really wooden and stoic. Like, I don't know. Like, she's usually a very fun person. But she doesn't have that, like, fun blippiness of, like, the other, you know... She doesn't have that chemistry that everybody else has. She's no Tony Stark, you know? Like, I don't like this movie, like, at all. What do you, what do you guys think? So, honestly, I've seen this movie twice. The first time I watched it in theaters, um, I fell asleep somewhere <laughs> in the middle, and I woke up during, like, the last, like, ten minutes of the movie, and I didn't have any idea what the fuck was going on. And then once it actually came out on, like, DVD, stream, whatever, I, like watched it again and this time i stayed awake through the whole thing and i was like man i really didn't miss anything when i fell asleep did i like i was like like for me yeah it's i like i don't think it's a 
No, like, I don't think, think it's. Like I don't bad, think it should. It can't be unwatchable. Like it's not. It's yeah, not a. It's, it's not a objectively bad movie. I just think it's a very very bland movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. if I, I enjoy would... like the visual aspects. Would you put of... Thor two in front of it? I I mean I personally like thing. Thor two better, but I think technically Captain Marvel is a better movie. Like on a from a filmmaking so... standpoint, I don't know. So I do want to say I actually really liked Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! Surprise, <laughs> surprise! <laughs> Different opinion. Uh, I I only saw it in theaters, so I haven't rewatched it. And I know it's on Disney Plus, and I just haven't like even brought myself to rewatch it. So I'm not gonna like even say it's great, but I really enjoyed the experience. I liked the whole crease roll mix. Like, has they definitely set it up so that you hate the Earls? Like, everyone knows going in, the Earls are bad. They even cast a guy who only plays villains to be the main Earl. I really liked that. That um, was a good choice. I, I, I did think I, that was an inspired thing to do. Like, kind of like the I liked, Mandarin situation. Uh, yeah, I really liked Yun Fury and Holson. I'm glad I got to, like, see them just being Hobbs again. Like, it was really cool seeing, like, a. Uh, not an origin story, but a fury like origin story of sorts. Like, I really like Sam Jackson. I thought the de aging technology they yeah. used was Marvel's the best. At, Marvel just in general is the fucking best. At I don't the know how much fucking money they pour into that shit. I don't the know Civil how they do War it, but... scene uh, with Tony and uh, as young Robert Downey Jr. is fucking incredible. Oh, fucking well, Michael Douglas, that, I... Michael Douglas and Ant Man. Holy yeah. shit! Well, for for the uh, the Civil War scene with Tony. They actually had his son, and they filmed his son doing that, and then they CG'd uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s face onto his son so that it looked better. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if they do the same thing for the other actors. Um, yeah, really fucking cool trick. But yeah, I think Young Coulson and Fury are really good in that movie, and I like the 90s aspect, like the soundtrack and like the Nine Inch Nails, Blockbusters, like all that visual shit yeah. that they did in the movie. I just felt like the the title character uh, we were talking about Black Panther was just incredibly unlikable and boring. And like we know from the comics that Captain Marvel is immensely overpowerful. So it's already really hard to make a believable movie where you feel like she has any sort of challenge going on. So that's hard enough on its own. But I just felt like it was boring. I don't know. I didn't feel like I got anything original, I guess, is what I was saying. It felt like uh, like what you were saying with uh, some of those earlier entries, like it was like a, a factory-made movie where it's like, here's the Marvel formula, and this is how it works. Yeah, it checked a lot of boxes. Um, yeah, and I, I will say I fucking hated the um, like dream sequence with the, the Hree Supreme Leader. Like I thought that was really... like. For, like for real bro it's 2019 and you're doing uh contact level for an alien cgi like just do a giant face fuck off you know you don't need this like also that's i right. i'm now shitting on the movie a little bit they they have this setup where they purposely are trying to have her not remember like that her past like they gave her a fate past right and then they purposely keep showing her shit from her past like the supreme leader is dressed as the woman yep. like where's the face of the woman that they're trying to purposely 
hide from her. Like that just logically doesn't make any sense. So where do we put them? <laughs> no, I I honestly just really liked it. I I it's one of those movies where it's like watching it the first time because of the false expectations. I found it really fun. I don't know if I would enjoy it. Where as would much you put it in proximity to Iron Man two? Oh, I well, you Iron really Man love Iron Man two, so yeah. that's not a good comparison. Um, where would you right, put it in comparison uh, to Thor Ragnarok or Age? Of I Ultron? would put it. Well, I, all right. I liked Age of Ultron better than Captain Marvel. I probably wouldn't even say that I liked A Man and the Wasp. Okay. Better than Captain Marvel. Would you be yeah. would you be able to accept it in a watchable or do does it need to be towards the bottom of decent? Like I, I understand your Oh, watchable is fine. Watchable okay. is fine. I really I just really did enjoy watching it. Like I yeah, I agree. I don't really like I feel I just feel bad because I feel like we're taking the ones that you really like and we keep putting them in like watchable standpoint <laughs> or like decent. Oh and no, I like <laughs> honestly dude Hats and Marvel is I'm not gonna fucking Well when watch we, it again like, and then see how you feel about it. When we go through all this again, like to see if there's any shifts, like I'm not gonna be like Hats and Marvel needs to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah okay all right fair enough all right so then moving down we have avengers endgame i mean what can you say it's great it's fun i fucking am a my biggest thing my biggest love in like storytelling movies is time travel movies i fucking love the aspect of time travel i don't like the t- the science of time travel in Avengers Endgame, like I think it's the dumbest like time travel like physics, I guess if you will, uh, for most movies. But I dig it. I love that they go back to the original Avengers movie. Like I think it's a lot of fun. Obviously, the emotional aspects of it when we lose Black Widow and Tony Stark. Like it was a perfect ending for Cap and Iron Man. I think, and I think it shuffled those two characters out really well. I don't know. I will say, like, you cannot watch this movie without watching Infinity War. You know, nineteen previous movies. Yeah. Like, so as it is on its, like, you, my only problem with this movie, I I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. That last like third of the movie is fucking phenomenal. One of the best fight scenes, if not the best fight scene, like when it's the basically the entire Marvel universe. You know, all the portals open. And even right beforehand, you have fucking half holding the hammer and all that. Yeah. But, like, you only enjoy that moment because you knew that he would pick it up. Or you wanted him to, like, like, there's nothing in this movie that I think is really good if you didn't have the previous, act, like, if you didn't love the, it, it really is a montage of the entire MCU. It's not yeah. really a movie on its own. Oh, yeah. I mean, really and the, the scene that everybody, like, chizzes their pants over, like, the portal scene, it's like, okay, well, is it that cool? Like, they're just a bunch of people standing in a green screen. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, I mean, it's cool in concept, but, like, I just, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, so, great, then, I assume? Can we do great? Yeah, I'm fine with leaving it where it is. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, where in great would you put it? Personally, I would stick it in proximity to our visuals right now. I'd stick it behind Spider-Man 2, personally, but I also think Spider-Man 2 should be higher, so that's kind of irrelevant. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I definitely like Avengers, the first Avengers, more than Endgame. All right, so put it, put it and behind. And Deadpool, honestly. I would even say Deadpool. So I like put it, yeah, between Endgame. Deadpool and Guardians 2. All right. 
I mean, I agree. Like, it's one of those where you literally... I, that's the intention, is that, you know, obviously that you will have watched all these movies leading up to this movie. It's not a movie that obviously can, like, stand on its own, but it's, like, the points that it hit and stuff were points that it's, like, you know, like, Cap, like, you know, attempting, like, that was one of the best moments in the Age of Ultron is just when they were drinking, fucking around, and Cap goes to pick up Thor's hammer and it wiggles, and Thor for a minute, like, kind of sits up, like, what the fuck, and then nothing happens, he's like, Whew, all right, like, and the fact that, you know, they, like, got into that, and then, like, he's using the hammer, and he's like, no, you take the little one, like. I don't know if this is just one of those, like, um, yeah, because, so why, you know, a director's just saying something, like, it ring with the crowd, but Josh Whedon did say that when they filmed that, like, the intention was that Hap could pick up the hammer just then, and he's such a good person that he realized that and stopped so that Thor's ego was intact, so that he didn't embarrass Thor in front of everyone. Um, I don't know how real that is, but I do love that being true. Like, if it, you know, is why not? It's a fun movie, whatever. Like, in my mind, that's true. <laughs> You're like, I know it to be fact. Yeah. It really happened in real life. Now, 2019, uh, probably Troy's favorite character, <laughs> Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I think we've spent enough movie. time talking about Dark Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I think, she's done being in everyone's movie. Now she has her own dedicated uh, movie. Uh, unwatchable, but I think it's better than Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I'll, as there is a, a really awesome train fight scene like at the end of the movie that I would just watch that. Like Honestly, if, if you have not watched this movie, uh, just find that clip on YouTube, and it's really cool. Other than that, the movie's fucking trash. Yep. Yeah, I have not watched Dark Phoenix. You do not need really to. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're good, bro. You're good. It's and like the thing too is it sucks. Is Sophia Turner is really like I think she's a good actress in other things she does, but she was fucking. I don't know if she was just given a terrible role or or the lines were bad or she, maybe she didn't didn't want to do this movie. I don't know, but she is fucking trash in this movie. Yeah. And I know that's not her as an actress. I it's just bad. It's like watching. Like yeah, it's like watching someone at gunpoint. Like she's just reading lines, like with no emotion. All right, and then ending twenty nineteen, we have Spider Man Far From Home. I loved it, man. I think it's great. Yeah, I loved it. Mysterio is like my favorite Spider Man villain, so I was fucking stoked to finally see him in live action form, played by one of the greatest working actors, and like. It was a it was a silly form, but like I loved the take and I loved the movie. I loved the it was in Europe. They I've never seen Spidey outside of New York. Um, yeah, I just think it's a fucking awesome movie. I think also there's a lot of like we were talking about the first uh, Spider Man. Like there's a lot of themes that are carried throughout the whole movie. Like the aspect that you cannot trust what you see is obviously with Mysterio, but also then the whole fucking thing is Nick Fury is a scroll mm-hmm. the whole time. And that's like kind of explains why Nick Fury was hot off yard. Like like there were two or three different times like you cannot trust what you see. Uh like echoed throughout the movie that I really liked. And it fucking The greatest stinger like of all time. <laughs> it explains it explained the what's it called? It explained the the snap. You know, like how things are. Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah. 
really which is clever like, i love that the movie starts with a really shitty like high school like memoriam yes, video yes uh, it's so fucking good and <laughs> lest we forget this the the greatest stinger in the history of marvel when they fucking bring in jk simmons as j jonah jameson i cannot tell <laughs> yes. you in the theater i screamed like a child i was so excited i had no idea that was happening and i was so excited <laughs> fucking great 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 movie um borderline god tier for me but i don't think it's quite that great but i think it's really 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 great I, i'd put it towards the top of grades like uh, would you put it in front of spider-man one uh you mean spider-man two? Oh, well, oh home spider-man uh yeah yes. i think so i think i'd i it's mysterio it's just so fucking great. Oh, that's just personal, but I mean, you could flip flop the two. Honestly, either way, they're both really good, really good Spidey yeah, movies. Yeah, I I did really like that they sort of had MJ finally. Like the the love interest was there. Um, I like that they had Ned. Like I liked that basically everyone from the first movie got even more exposure and like more depth to them. Um, so yeah, I'm fine with it being. And it also another think- one that just completely changes the whole MCU. From here on, we don't know what happens because we haven't had another fucking movie since then. But, like, in theory, things are going to be quite different going forward. Or they're going to just wipe it all out with uh, one simple movie. (laughs) Well, yeah, what's kind of crazy, too, is the thing, like, they had this plan of, like, giving us a break after Spider-Man. Like, there was supposed to be a breathing room, and they did not plan for it to last, like, two fucking years. Yeah, well, that is like, you know, they're planning on, okay, we got Cap and Iron Man out of here now. We'll have Spider-Man and Black Panther take over as the two main ones, and now they're out one of those. And the other main one is owned by a different studio. So, like, who knows what they're going to do? Like, it's pretty up in the air. Um, None of us have seen New Mutants, um, so we'll abstain from that. One thing I do want to point out is that arguably the best movie is not included in this uh, thing. That we have here, and I would, uh, I think that is uh, a film that Justin recently got to finally see for the first time. I'm talking about Into the Spider Verse. Oh, I was wait, literally when we started this, I noticed that Into the Spider Verse was not. And if there. you ask me, it would be well, in front of every single fucking movie on this list. <laughs> I, I would so, put it God tier, yeah. like, without a doubt. I, so yes, I would have loved to put Into the Spider Verse on here, but that it's not a live action Marvel movie since it's animated. So if it was on this list, I a hundred percent agree. I would put it in front of Iron Man. It would be number one on God tier. It was fantastic. I loved it. I do wholeheartedly regret <laughs> waiting as long as I did to watch it. But when I did finally watch it, I was like, all right, all the hype, the nominations, but it was 120% deserved. Like, it is great. We did it, guys. It took three hours, but we got, oh <laughs> we got through the yeah, entirety of the Marvel this... movies. All right. So our, our list as is right now, is there anything before reading off the final list that you would want to move or change or anything honestly talking about it with troy like civil war man i might want it higher on the god tier scale yeah i was actually gonna ask you guys if you really think iron man is better than those four movies i think civil war might be the best of them all i don't know 
I love. So I, it's my how would favorite. you order? How would you order this top five then? Like, what would you? What would be the order that you would put these top mm. five? It's hard. I think for me it would be Civil War, Iron Man, <sighs> Guardians, Logan, Winter Soldier, <laughs> and that's only because right. like, and I adore Logan. It's just because of how fucking dour of a movie it is. I don't watch it that much because. <laughs> Yeah, I would say I mostly agree with this. I'm going to abstain from commenting on Iron Man. I think it needs to be way lower on the list, like entirely. I'd flop but, Iron Man and Guardians. I think the impact of Guardians was a Yeah, I think, I think that I'm fine with the the odd tier section as is. I'm just glad Lowton's on there because it's nice to see a non-MCU movie also on the odd tier list. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say that... I, I think an argument could be made almost that Deadpool could go to the end of God tier. Just I as think it that's was fair. I was honestly really thinking fun. about it. Yeah, yeah, it was really fun. It being rated R, it like also being aware of itself. It fixes so many problems like with the X Men universe. There's like who gives a shit, you know? Like, and that's probably the attitude of every uh, X Men is that you live at Fox. Like, who fucking gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, and in terms of like comic book while you know straight up breaking the fourth wall like just fucking around like it hit all those points yeah it was it was a perfect movie for what it was it what for yeah for what it was it was perfect all right any other changes you think looking over this we could debate black panther all night but i don't care about it that much like it's not one that's (laughs) near and dear to my heart the one that is is Spider Man Two, and I, and I know it's not going to go higher than great. But is there any budge room to move it slightly higher in the greats category? Is there any movie it could usurp there? <laughs> I know we got a lot of Spidey right there too. <laughs> I re- really, I guess, it's dependent on would Troy be okay with it moving in front of Avengers? Since I know Troy really likes Avengers. I more. mean, I know that Tanner kind of made the comments. I didn't think about it before, but now I'm looking at it as like, yeah, Iron Man, yeah, tier. Spider-Man 2 and Black Panther as right and none of those movies I would even put in either of these two categories so I mean I don't ask me if it's better than Avengers like as I'm just gonna tell you no it's as not it, he, oh. he he holds a good point because those all had a vote for really bad so in a democracy level they stay where they're at alright yeah I I agree with that so um besides that i mean i think everything else i just threw new mutants at the end of watchable none of us have watched it but i can only assume it's better than fantastic four right i don't know it's the history of that movie man it could be really fucking horrible it could be really bad i will say if they did instead of mulan or in addition to mulan they put new mutants up for 30 dollars i would pay the 30 dollars and i would watch it just to see I do it, it for is. twenty. I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could pay more than twenty. Uh, but for well, it. here's like, the thing: if you went and saw it in theaters, both of you, are, I don't know, Justin, are you married? You're, you're ghetto married at least. Like, <laughs> yeah, both of you would be bringing your wives. That's uh, over thirty dollars right there. If you went and saw it in theaters, so would you well, see me, it in theaters? Let me stop you right there, because one, Megan would not fucking do that. <laughs> I was like, two, I have a list, yeah. so. 
I, I pay the whatever twenty dollars a month, so it would technically, I guess, like be free, free yeah. or like. Whatever. But I'm not gonna risk COVID so for I, it. Uh, <laughs> I risk COVID yeah, for I, Tenet, and that's the only movie. Unless Dune actually is released in December, that's the only movie I'm gonna risk COVID for. God damn! <laughs> I really hope it's not released, just so, or at least the theaters are open around here, because I really want to see Dune. Yeah, I will risk COVID one more time this year for Dune, but other than that, I'm out. <laughs> If they released Wonder Woman 84, I wouldn't see it. But Dune, I'm there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as this list, I'm I'm fine with it as is. All right. So our final ending list for God tier, we ended with Civil War, Guardians, Iron Man, Logan, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Deadpool. Great. We got Avengers Infinity War. X-Men Days of Futures Past, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man Homecoming, Avengers, Spider-Man 2, Endgame, Guardians 2, Black Panther, Blade 2, The Wolverine in 3D. (laughs) Pretty good. We got Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, X-Men, X-Men First Class, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man, X2, and Blade Decent, we got Thor Ragnarok, Captain America Winter Soldier, The Punisher, Spider-Man 3, Avengers Age of Ultron, Thor, The Incredible Hulk, The Amazing Spider-Man, Iron Man 2, Watchable, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Venom, Iron Man 3, Fantastic Four, Punisher Warzone, Daredevil, X-Men Last Stand, Thor The Dark World, New Mutants, I'm just throwing it there since we didn't... By default, because I don't feel it's unfair to put it in Unwatchable just because none of us have watched it. And then in Unwatchable, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, uh, Ghost Rider, whatever, Vengeance, (laughs) uh, Ghost Rider 1, Dark Phoenix, X-Men Apocalypse, X-Men Origins Wolverine, Blade Trinity, Elektra, Hulk... Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Fantastic Four. The 2015 version of Fantastic Four. And also... Yeah, the reboot. <laughs> and uh, uh, asterisk, if animated was included, Spider-Verse would be ahead of every single film on this list. <laughs> yes, it would be God tier. All in all, I think it's a pretty well-balanced list. I mean, there's not one really overpower like there's just as many in great as there are in unwatchable. i think if you post this image online i think the thing we'll get shat on the most for is just having thor ragnarok is decent but i have no quarrels with that <laughs> obviously as you were reading the list i almost was like man the punisher should be pretty good i actually like that <laughs> the thomas Jane i'll have one. to give it another try it's been like 10 or 12 years or so yeah i mean don't change it don't change it. i'm fine with yeah the list, i'm not but... gonna change it but i uh, honestly if it was up to me i would put the punisher in great because <laughs> i fucking love that movie but if constantine was on this list it'd be god tier too so what the fuck do i know <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it it has been, if you've stuck around to this point, I know it was very long, almost as long as Endgame, but you know, it was a lot of fucking movies to get through, and I'm surprised we were actually able to get through all of them, and I think we did, I mean, I don't think we were really unjust in rating anything, I think pretty much everything was validated, where it's at, besides 
the couple where me and Tanner thought it was like really good and Troy was like, hold the fuck on. <laughs> Which really, that's only like two movies on this list. Yeah, that's true. That was true. I will say, I do think the Black Panther next to Guardians has the best soundtrack. And I still say that Guardians 2 has a better soundtrack than Guardians 1. But I uh, will put the Kendrick Lamar uh, Top Dog Entertainment uh, soundtrack for Black Panther above both of those. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, dude, I appreciate both. I mean, Troy's like sitting in the fucking dark. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, the time difference is so late out here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that is true. In Washington right now, it's like 2.30 a.m. and it's like 2007 in May. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but i mean i appreciate both you guys coming on um do you guys have anything before we head out of no, here i think i've taken up enough of people's time well the only thing i will say is if you really do like comic book stuff uh, i do have a podcast called Hamid's Hood atrocity uh where i basically just retell the stories of comic books so actually a lot of these movies if you liked them i probably have an episode where i go into the origins based on these movies in comic books i'm sure this time justin will definitely leave a link to my my page or something for this podcast i'm sure he will do it this time uh this time for sure yeah so if you listen to fucking three hours of us talking about comic book movies, you probably wouldn't mind listening to a half hour of me just talking about <laughs> Onslaught or fucking Hang the Hunter, uh, which is crazy. When Ant-Man 3 announced that they were going to do Hang the Hunter, the YouTube, um, I have an episode that goes into the origin of how he's like the descendant of Reed Richards and stuff. It got, it had like 30 views on YouTube afterwards it hit like 500 fuck it's awesome um, jesus yeah as i don't think a lot of people ever talked about him and they're like what the all fuck right is justin this dude? you gotta put a tag on this podcast that says kane the conqueror <laughs> and then when they get to there the end go, they'll that's... hear troy put that plug in there and they can go oh fuck i gotta go find yeah, that video. that's how you get it yeah i was like speaking of plugs tan are you gonna plug your podcast god damn you, you fucking bastard <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'll plug it for like the fourth time no uh yeah you can follow me on twitter maybe he'll tag me in it um i guess my uh handle is still there you can just follow me at uh tan man one <laughs> yeah and i uh i posted two of them i did some card opening videos and if you watch those thank you and i have the third part i still need to edit it but it should be out sometime next week with the finale of opening my like 50 booster packs of magic that i fucking dropped like 150 dollars on last week (laughs) but besides that you know thank you everyone for listening um i'm gonna also on the facebook page and twitter and stuff i'm gonna post the picture of the final result of the tier list that we did and I can post the link to the tier list as well if you would like to sit down and go through it yourself. If you agree or disagree with any of where we put the movies, you know, you can dispute it, I guess. I don't fucking care. But thank you for listening, and see you later.